Hey guys, welcome to Bagging Boardcast, episode number 422. I'm Chris. I'm John. And I'm Paul. And we're a weekly podcast that comes to you in three ways. The first being The Week in Geek, bringing you the top geek stories of the past week. Next is the list of comic books that we're looking forward to coming out October 7th, 2020. And we follow that up with our weekly rotating main topic. And this week, it's a uh, all-painter trivia three-way. We're, we all have some trivia questions. We're all bringing them to the table. And, uh, yeah, it's one of our pub trivia things. And that's it. That's all I got. It's a yeah. lot of fun. They're fun to do. Just like drinking. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I'm drinking because I'm just starting. I'm just going. I'm drinking something that's not that great to start off with. But it's still better. And what I've had last time uh, when I'm looking for a black beer. And this is the Saranac Black Forest Black Beer. And it has a black bear on it, so I keep on wanting to call it a black bear. Uh, but this is a decent uh, like black lager. I, I don't know if it's an actual black lager. It says it's black beer. Uh, but this has got that nice little bit of maltiness. Good, good. Better than uh, the Omagang and a lot less expensive and that Oma Gang, Bring Out the Dead, or whatever, with Raise the Dead, or whatever it was called. Oh, yeah. all, all Hallows Eve? All Hallows Was that what it was called? <laughs> yeah. It had yeah. cans coming out of the grave, and I just remembered how cool the can looked. Can looked good. Can looked good. The beer inside, not so much. It wasn't bad. It wasn't horrible, but for the price that you paid, it, you, you wanted a lot more. But um, the Black Lager from Saranac? Decent. Decent. And that's what you ex- expect for that price point. <laughs> yeah. So, so, Chris, you're not even yes. drinking a beer, are you? I'm not drinking a beer. Uh, Founders just released their first batch of the Masagave Premium Hard Seltzer, and I got the sampler pack of that. So that's what I'll be having for tonight. Uh, three flavors. I'm starting off with the Masagave Grapefruit. Um John, if you want to introduce the seltzer stuff a little bit so I can take sip. I've only taken like two sips of it so far. Uh, so seltzers, they're basically taking carbonated water and they're making alcohol out of some type of sugar. Uh, usually something that's gluten-free. Um, corn um, are just sugar cane and they're making alcohol and then they're adding it to the seltzer water with fruit flavoring. Um, some companies aren't doing it gluten-free and they're just making a uh, malt beverage that they're running through a filter and they're taking out the color and the flavor and then flavoring it. Um, that's what all your wine coolers are made out of. Ah, I honestly never knew that. Um, My mom used to drink the Bartles and James. Yeah. They would go grocery shopping. She'd get like the four or six packs of those. Yeah. That company coined the phrase, Wine coolers. And now anything that is a flavored malt beverage, people just, in the nomenclature, recall, call it a wine cooler. Um, but there's no wine in them. Mm, interesting. Fun fact. Uh, so, yeah, this one actually is gluten-free because it says right on the side. Uh, 4.5% ABV, which I guess that's kind of standard for hard seltzers. Absolutely. Uh, 110 calories, if that's the kind of thing you're into. And this one is made with actual grapefruit juice, um, all, as well as apple and pear, and uh, blue agave nectar and sea salt. Yeah, this is this is delicious. I think the fifteen pack was. So I bought some actual other beers to have for the next time we record too. So 
this was either 1899 or 1999 for the 15 pack. Um, yeah, it's still 90 degrees here in Florida. Uh, we had our fall a couple <laughs> days ago and it got down to 70. But yeah, this is something I will probably just keep in my fridge because I have no problem with the fact that I drank half this can while you were talking about seltzers and wine coolers. Because <laughs> yeah, 110 calories, 4.5% ABV. Like, this is something that's crisp, clean, crushable. The grapefruit flavor, it's definitely there, but it's not overpowering. Uh, I'm looking forward to the other two, the lime and strawberry as well. But yeah, so far off to that's something I like. I think I got a thing in online because I get stuff from breweries, and I shared it with you guys that this was coming. Mainly you, Chris, and then um, and then when they were talking about their release, I was excited because I was like, "Man, I love the beer. I can get a a low ABV, mm-hmm. basically uh, a seltzer that tastes like a uh, uh, margarita." Yeah, I'm down for that. And then it only is being released in warm, hot, hot weather states right now. Nice. And then we'll get okay. it in late spring, um, which makes sense. You don't want to launch a mm-hmm. seltzer in the cold months. Um, but that's really interesting because, I mean, it's made in Michigan. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's like it's made by founders. It says right on the side of the can. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I figured... You would have had it up there at the same time because I yeah. really put on their Instagram too, like, oh, available today. Like, and I checked my beer store, their online uh, store, and they said they had it in stock. I was like, okay, like, I know I can go get that. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Good. It's a lot like, uh, so Brooklyn has a sour called Bel Air Sour, and they just put out a raspberry version of that. But they only launched it in Australia. <laughs> and it's because they're going into summer there, I guess. Yeah. Is the reason why. Um, but sours sell year round. So, so I, I would say this doesn't have like that big kind of tequila, like fruitiness that you got from the Masagave. I think they're just using the Masagave branding because it's made with like, the agave nectar. So that's where you're getting the sweetness from. Um, but yeah, it's it's a worthwhile addition to their their candy line. I think. Nice. Is that a single uh, cut you got there, Jono? It is a single cut, oh. and this is inexplicably used umlaut, and this is their fest beer. This is single cuts Oktoberfest. Um, it's got a really nice kind of mm-hmm. amber marzen uh, color. It's very drinkable because I'm halfway. I'm more than halfway done with it. Uh, it's good. It's not the best Oktoberfest I've had this year. Um, it's Paul. The beer I had with you uh, the other day, the Zero Gravity, is head and mm. shoulders above this beer. Okay. Um, but it is drinkable. It is nice. It's a little sweet. I'd like a little more richness to the malt, but uh, it's nice. I have no problems with it. That's good. It's good that you have no problems with it. Mm-hmm. You know what? We uh, movie theaters still have problems. Oh, and we'll get into that in the news garden. Let's go pick pick that fresh news. Pick some of that news. Yeah, more movies getting pushed back again. 
Yeah, uh, with James Bond being pushed back, uh, Regal Cinemas decided they're done. They're they're taking their ball home. They're closing up shops. Yeah. Uh, for and they're not announcing when they'll be reopening. Which so instead of just because the only two states that aren't allowing movie theaters to be open right now are New York State and California. And they're saying, up oh, across the whole country, we're just closing up shop. And also in Europe as well. So it's Cinemark, or Cineworld, sorry, owners of Regal Cinemas here in the States, closing up uh, 500 some odd locations. So. Well, I imagine paying employees to be there for no one coming into theaters and then also have making sure you have food products to sell that are definitely aren't shelf stable most of the time. I mean, you know that cheese whiz is, but and you the know. popcorn is too. Like before it's popped, that can yeah, that sits but around. You got to imagine they have to have that stuff every day turned on, ready to go for anybody who walks in and wants pretzels with cheese, nachos, yeah, soda syrup. I always get a hot dog when I go to the theater. I just Ooh. love those roller dogs. So you imagine cutting all that back, plus they're not, no movies are coming out. Yeah. Everything's getting pushed back. And, uh, yeah, I, I mean, it makes sense. Yeah, the last weekend, like, Hocus Pocus really release was, uh, like, number two in the theaters right behind Tenet. You know, and that's <laughs> most, weird. mostly weird because times. of drive-in movie theater selling tickets and also some of these smaller, you know, some of the other states, so, you know, doing some showings. So, yeah, our drive-in is doing tons of special events, concert series. Um, they did a uh, Rocky Horror Picture Show, and they built a stage for oh. reenactors to do the the reenactment yeah. thing. Um, so, like our local drive-in has been like really creative with what they're doing to get people at least out to do something. They're going to be showing the Kansas City Chiefs game uh, versus Buffalo on the Thursday night. The Thursday yeah. night game. So that'll be fun. And uh, I even heard they're going to be, instead of when they normally close, they'll be going into, I think, November and into December, continuing to do stuff. Keep that car running. Keep that heater on. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, might as well. That's the only way people are going to be actually able to get out. Yeah. I mean, movies. Uh, Caitlin and I, when Force Awakened released, we went and saw it at the drive-in because they were doing a special showing of it. And that was in December. Like, we had fun with it. Uh, Peter and Joey, the uh, mm-hmm. they, they sat outside and watched it. And I was like, what are these guys fucking nuts? But, yeah. Hey, we, uh, so we have else you'll be able to... As I say, something else you're going to be able to watch soon uh, coming to the small screen on Disney Plus is going to be Miss Marvel. And we just got our Miss Marvel casting happen the other day. And it's a newcomer. Iman Vellani will be appearing as Kamala Khan in the show, as well as future appearances in actual Marvel Cinematic Universe releases, uh, Kevin Feige said. So no release date for any of the episodes yet on this. Obviously, things are still shut down. We're just getting pre-production or production resume that stuff like Loki and Captain America or Winter Soldier Falcon, whatever they're calling that one now, I forget, but and they yeah. announced uh, other things to look forward to. A Loki casting as well, and I didn't recognize 
the the woman cast in Loki, and I don't know I don't know if they announced which part she's playing because you know sometimes I have to pay attention to the news and uh, talk about other pushbacks. The Batman twenty twenty two now it's getting pushed back, so it's falling out of twenty twenty one. Yeah, I mean I think so, we're going to have. I mean, how many times did Wonder Woman continuously get pushed back? So I think they're probably just giving enough time for how slow they are maybe shooting, the shooting process, certain things to open up so they can film more, you know? And then, um, yeah, I think there's just there's just a lot going on that's going to change, you know, how we make films and everything right now. We did get uh, Ant-Man 3 casting of Jonathan Majors, who is cast as, uh, um, I'm sorry, I have to freaking. Not Lee Majors, the $6 million man. Uh, Yeah, he's cast as Kang the Conqueror, who will be the villain of Ant-Man 3. Whoa! Yes, is that confirmed? No, it was, uh, was, it was put out okay. and on IMDb. He's Ooh. listed as Kang the Conqueror. And uh, how young is he? This uh, uh, Jordan, he, or this wait, uh, he, Lee made. Uh, Lee, he's younger Lee than us. Uh, he was born in '89. Um, he's the star. Uh, he's he the star of Lovecraft <laughs> County right now on HBO. And uh, Caitlin and I've been watching it, and it's a lot of horror elements that my wife doesn't like horror movies, and she really likes it. And um, no, we've both really liked it, and he's a really good actor. Like he's he's really good in it. The his character runs an emotional spectrum where he's you know angry and he's having fistfights with people to him being emotional and sad and and all this different. But uh, he's really good. And, like, when, you know, um, Chadwick Boseman passed away and you're like, oh, man, like, if they recast someone, I thought, oh, you know, like, he could he could do it. Like, he, he's got a good range where he could play mm-hmm. that, that character. I was. Uh, I wonder if you guys realize why I was asking that because I was hoping he was really younger, like maybe in his early to mid twenties, because maybe he wouldn't be Kang the Conqueror. Kang the Conqueror. He would be Iron Lad, and it would tie into Cassie Lang, you know, being older now, and maybe it was a, you know, a shoehorned into a young yeah. Young Avengers, especially still holding out hope someday. There's so you know, many the different versions of Kang the Conqueror, too, you know? Was that the older version, who was, like, the Egyptian ruler, who went by a different name? Like, so many different versions. Yeah, the, I yeah. think the Fantastic Four ran into. So there's so many different versions. Mm-hmm. Very true, very true. But, you know, I was like, oh, casting, ooh, is this a, no. Yeah. Are pieces falling in together? No, because that movie's not. not coming out till 2023. Never. <laughs> uh, oh, what was... I just had something on the tip of my tongue that was news-related that was fun, and I uh, now I'm blanking on it. So, oh, Paul, is it your favorite? We got the trailer for the new Borat movie. Guys, remember! 
and it won't matter. No. I, I'm okay with it. I'm just at the point now. Uh, I, don't, I can't remember the title of it because it's a Borat movie, so it's like some long, uh, drawn-out thing. I'm just surprised that shot Sasha Baron Cohen can still pull this character off and have people not be aware of who he is at this point because Borat as a character has been around for like 20 years now, so you figure everyone should at least have it on like the peripheral somehow. Well, that's what I liked about the trailer. At the very start of the trailer is people like being like, dude, you're Borat. And he's like, I don't know who you are. You're talking yeah. about uh, not me. <laughs> and then he has to get a costume. And then you're like, but you would still... And it just makes me believe because that, that superheroes could exist in our <laughs> Sasha, world. Sa- because Sasha Baracone is a master of disguises. Can just put on and a can costume. fool all these people. <laughs> then, you know, we, we, then Superman could be Clark Kent, you know, and, and nobody would be the wiser. I'm just saying. Um, but uh, apparently they were saying that this will have political ramifications, that this could end uh, somebody's political career. And, but they're not releasing it until like October, like the end of October. And I'm like, dude, don't, don't just say that. Like, just release the clip. Let's just rip the band aid, whoever's political career it is, just so we can move it on to the next news cycle. Because come on, nothing ends anybody's political careers now. It's 2020. For, for what it means, it could be some like intern that was like, yeah. oh, sir, you have a, uh, an interview coming up with the Republic of Kazakhstan. Like, it just, yeah. That dude's political. Who knows? Yeah. Exactly. It's just hype. Even though I think the movie title involves Mike Pence. But, you know, and I think they're trying to play it up that it will ruin Mike Pence's reputation. And I'm like, no, nothing's going to ruin anybody's reputation anymore. It doesn't matter. Let's just. So you are looking forward to it. Dot com. Dot org. No. I just (laughs) want to go with the political intrigue in this movie. Watch it. There's intrigue, but uh, it, it's I'm going it's, to just wait. It's until Borat's subsequent movie film. Yeah, and I'm just waiting. Delivery of prodigious bribe to American regime for make benefit once glorious nation of Kazakhstan. Um, I really like Mike Pence plays a major role in the uh, trailer, but. Yeah, I'm just going to wait for the people to, you know, doing the reviews of it, the early previews, and then then going to write about the big th- drop, uh, news drop of it, and then being like, oh, that was it. Okay, let's just move on. Also, it's an Amazon Prime movie, and I don't watch anything on Amazon, so. I get it. for You know, I have it, and it, it, I could watch it free, and I still, I mean, the first, it's boring. The first I money's won't care movie's pretty funny. I've been married... I've been married since 2006. This is the first year where I can say my wife without having that play in my head, and now he's coming back. And it's just going to be that sound bite. It's going to be in my head again every time I say it. I don't know. Now I'm thinking about bits from the movie, and I'm making myself laugh. (laughs) 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 Anyways, uh, any any more news we want to head into? Oh. Our, our picks for books. Hero Quest is coming back. <laughs> Get out your broadswords and oh, and and delve not. deep into a uh, into a dungeon. Release uh, being released by Hasbro. Uh, was, I don't know if this was part of their Hasbro event. What was it called? Hasbro PulseCon. Pulse? Yeah. Okay. PulseCon or Hasbro Pulse. Yeah. 
Uh, this is being released on Hasbro Lab, which is their Kickstarter. $99 will get you the base game, uh, and I think there's another pledge level that'll get you some other stuff as well. If you pledge early, you get alternative sculpts of all the hero f- figures, uh, basically the gender swap of each. And it looks like exactly the old 90s board game. Uh, I am very, very tempted to try to back this and get it. Uh, I think it would be fun to play with my nephews. Oh, uh, I thought you were going to say 18. By the time I get it, they'll be, you know, five, six. Uh, maybe. maybe. They might be 18 <laughs> by the time I actually get it. Uh, because then they'll be able to understand the rules. Kickstarter works. The, the rules weren't that hard. I remember playing it, and I wasn't... Maybe I was, like, 10, 8, 9, 10 one day. Um, I, never, I never wrapped my head around it. Uh, but also, I just wanted to get in and play it, and it was, like, the first board game that was like, oh, you have to read the rules. It wasn't yeah. just, like, sit down and like, figure it out. You see, what you needed to do was with uh, with two brothers that wouldn't really play games, so you would sit around reading the rules constantly, waiting mm-hmm. for that moment. Yeah, Chris the only strike. child. You wait around with your brothers. Mm-hmm. You know. Yes. Wait around. Might as well wait for my dad to come home, too, while I'm at it. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, you, that's what you needed to have happen. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> All right. Uh, also, you don't need anybody to come home and and play with you in order to enjoy this. Uh, new I'm sorry. Just when I said that, John crossed his arms and just... It's like, yeah, Paul. I, I am tears running down like my eyes. You're like laughing so hard. Also at uh, PulseCon or Hasbro Pulse or whatever it's called, they announced some new uh, Black Series lightsabers, also color-changing. I know at the Disney parks they announced at, uh, what's his name? O- not Ogus, you know, what's, what's the guy's uh, Doc name? Anders. Doc Anders. Um, Den of Antiquities. There was going to be the new uh, Sokotano blades that actually had the green to blue, or blue to green, whichever color change. Um, they announced a Revan. From Knights of the Old Republic, which will go purple to red. Uh, and I think they have an Asako, uh, Asano, ah, Asuka Tano that goes white, green, blue. Nice. Uh, which is weird because those are the white ones are completely different than her, you know, her standard ones, you know, because she buries the blue slash green ones. I thought you were going to make a. Uh... <laughs> being colorblind joke and say they're all the same color. Uh, no. uh, also, right now, is it still going on? Uh, the Disney Parks uh, has a poll-up asking what should be the next Legacy lightsaber. And um, I know that was something that they did like a week or two ago. I don't know if that's still active. Um, but did you guys get a chance to look at the one saber? Uh, saying, uh, John, you'd be interested in it because uh, Cal... No. <laughs> uh, no, Cal. Cal from uh, the Jedi Jedi Fallen Order. Really kind of cool. It was, his lightsaber might be one of the ones that's available. Yeah, they had Cal Kestis, uh, Kanan um, Jarrus from Star Wars Rebels. They had Ezra Bridger from Rebels. Uh, uh, kind of like the blaster not one. Lightsaber yeah, blaster. not the blaster one. The the actual lightsaber laser one. See, I, I don't like that one. It's cheesy looking. Um... There was like another Sith Lord from some of the the Vader Immortal. Oh yeah, 
Spoilers. Oh, Invader ep- Immortal. Episode two came out, huh? Spoiler lightsaber. Spoilers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, in the first episode, you get a lightsaber. Uh, in episode two, that's the lightsaber you actually get, and uh, that's they're putting up there, and it's really weird looking. Oh, gotcha. Okay. Yeah. It's cool. I think it's, it's cool. ancient. It's an ancient uh, sword that you can stumble across. I don't remember. Uh, there was Qui Gon, and then was there someone else's? Oh, it's Anakin, Anakin Skywalker's. Yeah. yeah, I was about to look it up. And I was his like, oh, original, yeah, his original. So it's not the one that gets passed down. It's the one that gets destroyed during um, Attack of the Clones. Yeah, Qui Gon was a cool looking one. I got my vote. That uh, looked just kind of cool. Yeah, it's so simple. Because even, um, what's his name, the guy that played Qui-Gon said he just wanted something very simple, something that he could easily manipulate and flip in his hands. So he didn't want anything that would, like, Liam, any bobs or Liam Neeson. So it's just very smooth, very... And also, if it's... Clean. Liam Neeson. That's the guy. Also, if it's not super flashy looking, he was like, and then it won't get taken. Mm. No, that was a joke, Paul. He was in a movie called good Trivia. All good trivia. <laughs> oh. What? <laughs> I think the Cal one would be cool. Uh, um, did it say is it the one with the busted end or is it the du- yeah? Yeah, that'd be cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like I think about that one. I, like the game. Up, I would go back and play it again, and I would buy a sequel for that. But also, guys, uh, maybe we buy some books mm. this week. Yeah. It's going to head us into the list, the comic books we're looking forward to coming out October 7th. Uh, Paul, what book are you looking forward to? I'm really excited for it. I'm actually not very looking forward to any book this week. Well, we week. didn't talk about or it on the next show. Week, we we kind of talked about, about, about that. I know. <sighs> I know. I know. We talked about it before the show. Uh, talking about Star Wars. I just started making up a cool graphic for us to like, should, post our books get for a, the list. Get a snapshot of Paul like, this, like I don't read comic books anymore. All right, guys. fine. <laughs> no, get a snapshot of uh, the cover for Star Wars Squadrons because I'm looking forward to playing the heck out of the game. I got it preloaded. I, I, it came out uh, October 2nd. I still haven't had a chance to sit down and play it. I have my VR headset. It's the reason I bought a VR headset. I got a joystick ready to go. Um, I, I'm, I'm ready to hop into a Star, Star Wars fighter and just blast my way through the uh, Empire here. Maybe maybe I'll fall in love with another uh, Starfighter. I thought you were talking about a, like a like an actual like Starfighter. I was like another pilot. Like Paul's like, sorry, Kate. Uh, this this woman has my heart now. <laughs> oh well here alien got me he's all tentacles <laughs> knows how to please me Hera's supposedly in the in this game oh cool from uh star wars rebels as well uh so chris what graphic are you making for yourself for the instagram gram uh, grams i'm looking forward to Batman number 100, and this is the finale to the Joker War event that's been going on right now. Uh, I talked about it a little bit last week. I'm super into just the core Batman book right now with everything. After we read Batman number 95 uh, for look back a couple months ago. Uh, yeah, Detective Comics has been my Batman book of choice for the past couple of years. 
uh, just because that's the one that's focused a little bit more on that family. But uh, James Tinian is telling an awesome story in Batman right now. I'm I'm digging it. I don't know if I'll stay on Batman after this event wraps up, but you know what? I mean, it got me to buy five issues of a book that I haven't been uh, reading. I'm so looking cool. forward to Good a book DC. that we have talked a John? lot in the last uh, couple episodes, and that is Firepower, number four. Um, go back, listen to us just uh, <laughs> fawn over this book and talk about how great it is. Uh, issue number four is coming out, and uh, I'm excited for it. Our next beer. And since we didn't discuss who was going to take it, uh, take the lead on drinking their beer. Well, I'll you start. were about to jump in with my next beer after I set it up. So what are you drinking, Paul? I'm drinking the Jack Abbey's Craft Lager Vanilla Bourbon Barrel Aged Farming Hammer. Uh, tying it with one of the longest titles of a beer ever. Uh, this is... Okay, it's got some alcohol bite on it, man. Really? Like, it's... It has not mellowed out. It's been in my fridge for, I would say, a few months now. And that's from November of of last yeah. year. So it's almost a year old. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's it's kind of almost got a cleaning kind of product kind of aftertaste to it, like that kind of alcohol Yikes. to it. Uh, up front, though, very nice. But- um, it's not burning at all. It's smooth. You did only pay four ninety nine for it. I did only pay four ninety nine for it. So, for the price, if it makes me blind, it'll be a little bit too much for the price. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's it's got a nice upfront, you know, dark richness, uh, uh, stoutiness. It's definitely a full stout. Uh, it has a little bit of that bourbon barrel kind of flavor. I'm not getting too much vanilla on it. Uh, and then, yeah, unfortunately, it leads right into that, you know, wisp of alcohol, um, which isn't as enjoyable. Chris, you're on your second uh, seltzer, I'm assu- assuming? You are correct. <clears throat> Sorry, bubbles. Oh, good. That uh, this me is one the... point. <laughs> so it does not. Oh. Uh, this one is the lime one, and actually, the lime one is very similar to the actual Masagabe beer because that agave really shines through a little bit more with that citrus lime bite and then the sea salt on it. Uh, I think this one's better than the grapefruit. Uh, mm. Yeah. No, nothing bad to say about it. It's delicious. John? Uh, I am drinking another beer from Single Cut. This is The Flash in the Middle. This is part of their Bond series. Paul, you remember we used to have we had Bon Bon. It was probably one of our first oh, yeah, single yeah. cuts we ever had. Um, and in a bottle, in a bottle, back in the day. Yeah. Uh, and this is a double dry hopped IPA. This has got some nice juicy characters that you expect out of that kind of New England style, with a really nice bitter to it. It's not overpowering. It's not like super sharp, but it's definitely this nice bitter that is on the back end. It's it's a very nice beer. Hmm. But it does have that single cut kind of yeast to it that gives it all about that. They all have that same kind of finish on single cuts. Hmm. Um, 6.8%. Nice, nice drinking beer. Nice, nice. 
I don't know what percentage the farming hammer is. I think it's 10 or 11. Yeah, it doesn't say on here. Not that I've seen, at least. But that's well, okay. Paul, you might, you might not be able to read that label, but you know what you can read? Ooh, what can I read? Our dramatic reading. Oh, okay. And now, a dramatic reading from Buffy the Vampire Slayer, number three, page 11, panel three. You don't often inquire about my personal life, so how are you to know? I inquire? I'm inquiring now! Yes, but... It's a dramatic reading from Buffy the Vampire Slayer, number three, page 11, panel three. And if you want to see that panel, Paul Lovingly about to life, check our Instagram feed. I'm putting those up now. I like sharing them. I like making graphics, guys. It's fun. I, did, I haven't messes the whole thing up by not picking a book. You can do this. At least I didn't do running as my look forward. <laughs> you had to do running. And then you would have been totally screwed on the graphic. What are you going to do? I just want to put out an X Factor book, probably. Let's <laughs> <laughs> be honest. Fine. Young Justice, number whatever it is. Cassie is the Too bad. I already wrote down. I wrote down Star Wars Squadrons. It's there. Go. It'll be fine. People will love it. Too late. You know what else people love? Our witty banter. I think they Drinking love and oh, 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 everybody no. talk at once. Yeah. Yeah, that's what they love. Everybody talking at once. And also our main topics. And this week is a very special main topic. It's our Pub Trivia Night All Painter Three Way Edition. Uh, we've each prepared a little so, segment. Uh, so I love the fact that that's a reference to the Corks animated series, and there's like four people that'll get it, and two of them are recording <laughs> podcasts. Oh, that's a Clerks animated uh, reference. I thought it was just something you guys we've, said. Yeah, we've said it a lot. We say it all, all the time <laughs> since high school. See, we're two of the ones that get it. Oh. I didn't come all in on that. <laughs> you know, I was. I took that joke and I ran with it. Balls and <laughs> running. <laughs> yeah. But who wants? Who wants to start it off? Because we didn't really discuss that in the pre-show. Well, so I we have, each have questions to bring to the table. I do have a brand new game. I got a brand new game you too. Bring the thing. You have mine's Jeopardy. on the board with post-it notes. <laughs> okay, let's do your post-it notes first. Okay, let's... we will. Uh, so I have four topics. I asked, I asked each of the guys to give me two of their favorite things, their favorite movie, and their favorite comic book. Chris said Green Lantern, the comic book, not the movie, and Ghostbusters. Oh, I actually meant uh, Green Lantern for both. Oh, of how, how awkward for you! Sorry to sorry to ruin your uh, game. And then Paul said Starman and Star Wars, and I said, "Well, Chris hasn't read Starman, so he wouldn't get any of the answers." So I'm going to pick X Factor for Paul. <laughs> Still, oh, screw your favorite Factor besides. Paul. But here's the thing: when you try to look up trivia questions about X Factor. There's a really bad TV show called X Factor that's all about singing and dancing and bullshit. And you get a lot of trivia questions about that. So I actually had to splice it with X-Men. <laughs> so, uh, wait. So your trivia, you didn't even make. You just Googled for trivia about the things that you're asking well, us I about? I looked some stuff up. 
So you looked you looked up trivia question. Okay. No, I'm just wondering. I'm just well, you wondering. look up about you look up about the subject, and then you read about it. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. So you created all these trivia questions. Yeah, by reading different things about okay. the the subject okay. matter. I thought you just went like trivia questions space, and then we're like, oh, okay, these are my trivia things. No, but you're trying to like I'm trying to look up X Factor, and all I get is stuff about <laughs> the show and uh, yeah. Nips McGee there, who uh, Simon Cowell. <laughs> More than I know about that X Factor. Right. X Factor is only a comic book in my world. So we have the four categories. Five questions each. The questions get progressively harder as you go down and are worth more points. Do you have to say what is? No. You do not. Uh, I also. It's Jeopardy. <laughs> I, also text, I also texted the guys uh, give me a number, one through ten. And whoever's closest to my number or picked it would get it. And both guys answered eight. So then I had to have them repick. Paul said seven. Chris said six. The answer <laughs> the answer was three. So Chris said the answer actually was eight. <laughs> we all picked eight. So Chris will get to pick first. I will ask the question. Some questions have multiple choice. So please wait till the end of the question is read. Or if you answer before the multiple choices are given, you won't get those choices. But if you get it wrong, your opponent will get them read to him. Okay. Any other questions from you guys before I ask the questions? If you have questions, listener, post it in the comments down below. Uh, we don't, we don't have that. So, Chris, it is your pick. Yes. X-Factor X-Men, Green Lantern, Ghostbusters, Star Wars. I'm going to I'm going to dip my toes in. I'm going to see what we're working with here. I'm going to go with Green Lantern 1. Green Lantern 4-1. Mm. Mm, sorry. I had I thought he wrote the questions on the back of the I did too. <laughs> like I thought that was I So he'll just take the post-its off. So that, that one. So that one's gone. Uh, okay. See, I thought. How was Kyle Rayner chosen to be a Green Lantern? That was Chris. Uh, Gantt found him in an alley. Was literally, just the first person that he saw. Correct. Right place, right time. Chris gets one point. So, are we all tallying the points for our sections, and then we'll confer at the end? Or how are we working this? Yeah. 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 <laughs> We'll pick a because you know we need a winner. <laughs> Chris, right. you have uh, control of the board. I will go with Ghostbusters one. Ghostbusters one. What is the ghost doing in the library at the beginning of Ghostbusters? Well, that was Paul. That was reading Paul. a library. Correct. Tied it up. Don't forget to take I it down off the board. I gotta do it right now. Paul, your control of the board. You know what? I'm gonna go Ghostbusters Ghostbusters 2. 2. I really hope this is a question about Ghostbusters 2. <laughs> Dude, me too. You know what? I Vigo. Theming. Theming. I have a Ghostbusters 2 question. I had it for number five, but I'll give it to you now, Paul, if you want. Okay, let's do it. Let's do number five. Let's Go. He said. He said two. Stick yeah, but he two. gave me. He gave me the option. The option. Do you want to stick with two? We'll stick with two. 
I mean, I, I thought we had rules in this game. Eh, the loosey goosey. <laughs> All right, let's stick with two, John. Let's play by the rules. Finish. We're not finish this line. We got the tools. We got the talent. I thought that we got the talent was the end of the line. Uh, I'll, I'll yeah. give you the first part. It's Paul. Ghostbusting time? No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'll give one more hint. Open to both of you. It's open to Chris. I, I already answered. Just like the, you know. I'm locked out of my buzzer until he answers. It's Miller time. Uh, I don't remember that line. No. Not one of the more uh, fan favorite lines. Okay, let's get that number off the board. That was a horrible number. All right. Let's go. uh, Let's go. Ghostbusters 3. What was the original title of Ghostbusters? Paul? Ghost Stoppers? No. Chris? I'm so always meant Ghost Trappers. No, Ghost Smashers. Okay. Mm. Smashers, not so. Okay. I, I don't think I would have known that. All right. Uh, I'm very excited about knowing what uh, the Ghostbusters 2 uh, question is. So let's go Ghostbusters 5. Ghostbusters do it. 5. All right. Let's do it. This Star Wars star and Rick Moranis co-star voiced Vigo. I guess he, he appeared in Star Wars. He wasn't a Star Wars star. Chris? David Prowse? Incorrect. Mm. Oh, you know what? I this was a multiple choice one. Let me let me oh. let me <laughs> Let me read the multiple choices. I'm sorry. Where are the rules? I know. <laughs> I, I read the question and then I noticed that I have the the multiple choice here. We know it's not David Prowse if that's sort of the <laughs> process of elimination. All right. This Star Wars and Rick Moranis, former co-star, voiced Vigo the Carpathian. A. Mark Hamill. B. Clive Revell. C. Max Van Shido. D. Ian McDermott. Chris. Max Van Correct. Shido? Ooh. I was going nice. to say, after you said his name, I was like, oh, I think I remember seeing that on IMDb. All right. Chris, control of the board is yours. Uh, you know, I'm going to close out Ghostbusters with Ghostbusters All 4, right. which is my favorite of the Ghostbusters movies, honestly. I never knew how they got back in time until, until that one. Which two media personalities made a cameo appearance as themselves? Oh, oh, it's in multiple it choice. It was. Paul, you raised your hand. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, Larry King. Wait, two? It's two. Oh, oh, I, I missed it too. But it's Larry King and Regis Philbin. Incorrect. It's Regis Philbin. I always forget <laughs> to pronounce the B. Oh, Chris, which up. two media personalities made cameo appearances as themselves? 
A, Dr. Ruth and Morley Safer. B, uh, Phil Donahue and Dan Rather. Or C, Larry King and Casey Kasem. Oh, that one, because Casey Kasem's on the radio. So, so, C. so C. C. Yeah, and good job, Chris. Thank you. All right, so Ghostbusters that. is cleaned out. We have X-Factor, X-Men, Green Lantern, and Star Wars. Uh, let me go big with uh, Star Wars 5. Ooh. Ooh. Take it, you already have a commanding lead. I only have one point. You have ten. All right. How many times is the Wilhelm screamed used in the Star Wars franchise? Just the movie films. Okay. (laughs) I'm going, I'm going once per movie, nine. Chris, how many times (laughs) is the Wilhelm scream used in the Star Wars movie franchise? Can you say it's a, can you say it's a multiple choice? (laughs) Because you go like, you go. You ask the question, and you just. Sit I there. did. I, I said the thing, and then I was gonna go. Eh. I said eh, and you put your hand up. <laughs> I said eh. eh. I already I had said, my eh. hand up. You put your hand up. A. All right. All a right. five. Go ahead. B eight. C ten. D twelve. I'm gonna say D twelve. That is because I think there's a couple of them. That is incorrect. Really, Paul? Do you have a guess now that there's the lists? No, because it's, it wouldn't be fair. It's multiple choice. Uh, it is C. One's been eliminated. C10. Do you have a list of where they are? I did before this. Uh, it is basically mm. one in each film, except for, I believe, the Phantom Menace or Attack of the Clones, where it's used twice. Probably Attack of the Clones, it's I used think, twice, yeah. because that movie... Yeah, and they happen like they happen. I, I, it's still better than they happen right after that. each yeah. other. I'm imagining just because there's that big battle scene, you know, and the droids don't won't do a Wilhelm scream. Chris, you still have control of the board. Uh, let's go Star Wars four. Sort. So you can take off two numbers. Uh, all right. Time. It's really bothering me that you're not on top of that. There's a lot going on. And also, it does really bother me. He didn't write the questions on the back of the book. <laughs> I thought about it, but it would like it would bleed through. And then I thought about having the thing there, and it just it was easier because I had already written them down in a notebook. Write it and in then pencil. I didn't want to just have to redo it all. All right. Besides Han Solo and Finn, name one other rebel hero who joined or wanted to join the Imperial Academy. Chris. Hmm. Luke Skywalker. Correct. The other answer I would accept is Biggs. Biggs Dark Rider. That's why Luke wanted to join, to be with his buddies. Mm-hmm. All right. Chris, control the board. Star Wars 3. Star Wars 3. All right. This has a bonus question to it as well. What is the band that plays in the Mose Eisley Cantina? Chris. Is Figuring Dan and the Modal Correct. Modes. Correct. 
<laughs> For those of you listening, uh, I was using my pen as a Side. snarf flat. I don't know what they yeah. what they call that. Side snoodle. <laughs> Chris, you, you, you're you're clean. There house. is a bonus question to both of you. Ooh. Oh, there's a bonus question. It is uh, up for both of you. It is worth double. It's a daily double. It is, <laughs> it is worth double the. You can't say that. You can't say that. They could be knocking on your it door. It is worth double the point the that it was. Goons. So it is worth six points. What is the name of the Mos Eisley Cantina? There's an actual name named after the owner, who is a Wookiee, by the mm. way. Hmm. That's a good question. Crazy Kashyyyk's uh, Crazy Cantina. <laughs> no. And he didn't raise your hand. <laughs> <laughs> I did. And you were looking down, so I was thinking it was a multiple, multiple choice. choice. No. And then I was waiting. And then I'm like, whatever. All right. uh, back up to both of you. I will, I will accept what Obi-Wan Kenobi refers to it to Luke. Paul. Dennis Scum and Villainy. Wretched Hive, but I will give it to you. Okay. I mean, well, that was in, in regards are, to the whole Mos Eisley spaceport, not just the cantina. It is, uh, hey, it I'm is taking called, the pity points, Chris. <laughs> I need them. I had one it point. It is called uh, <laughs> Chalum's Spaceport. Uh, and just so we got a little bit far ahead, I want you guys to know that the Jeopardy goons, they're like 1966 Batman villains where one of them it says like Geo on his shirt and then the other guy stands next to him and says like Perry. Uh, so when they when you open up your door, Paul, after they knock on it, you're just gonna say Geo Perry. Chris, the board is can is still yours. Uh, let's keep going into Star Wars. Num- number number two. two. That was a hard question though. I'm surprised yeah. that was a uh, number three. three. Well, the que- the that was the bonus the question was hard. The the. Uh. The mm-hmm. question you got, like, right off the bat. Uh, I was expecting it to be multiple choice. This one is multiple choice, boys. Hey. hey. What are the names of the twin sons of Tatooine? Ooh. A. Ooh. Bareth and Sareth. B. Ramos and Remos. C. Tattoo one and tattoo two, D, orange and red. Paul, uh, Sarath and whatever that one was. A, is Sarath and incorrect. Ooh, Chris. I, I will go tattoo one and tattoo that, two because that seems like the thing that 1970s George Lucas would do, and then just call the planet Tatooine. Correct. Wow! <laughs> Always go bet on lazy Lucas. Bet on lazy Lucas. He uh, he would have explained it away in a later movie and changed it something else. Chris, uh, Star Wars Star one. Wars Sorry, have a one. Player. What is the name of Darth Vader's star destroyer? Chris. The Executor. Incorrect. Paul? So, not the Super Star Destroyer, which would have been the Executioner. His The Star Destroyer, which would be the Vindicator? Incorrect. 
The Devastator. Mm. I thought that was just the roller coaster that killed all those people. <laughs> I ain't afraid of no roller coaster. <laughs> it's, been, it's been a real soul-shattering experience. I was about to go pull out my uh, copy at Star Wars uh, 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 Armada. Because it's got the card Ooh. in it with Darth Vader's. Chris, you continue to rule the board. Uh, let's let's move over into X Factor X Men. I'm, I'm wondering to see what's sure. What number? Hmm. Number one. Number I know one. nothing about my favorite movie. By the way, <laughs> I got. <laughs> Sorry, I got I should have put these on loose. Man, if only it was written on the back of that. Should have put these on loose yeah, loose paper. It's so much easier. All right. John, I'm confused. Which one did he say? It's an X Factor number one. Oh, okay. All the numbers were there, so I wasn't sure. Name three leaders of the X Factor team. Paul? You would have Cyclops. You would have uh, Havoc. And then you would also have uh, Forge. Incorrect. Ooh. Chris? Cyclops? Havoc? Multiple? Correct. Oh, right. X-Factor Investigations. Yep. Uh, Forge was on the team with Havoc, and then he also was on the team when Mystique was the Mm. leader. I thought he was the leader at one point, but... Uh, In my research... Mm-hmm. He no, no. did not no. lead the team. Chris's answer was 100%. I'm surprised that Multiple Man wasn't your first, and then Havoc. Yeah, that's what I thought. Well, because it started as an X-Man book, really, X-Factor, and Cyclops was the leader. And then it was relaunched, all new, all different. And that's when I jumped on, and Havoc was definitely the leader there. And, okay. okay. But Chris, you still can control the board, so. We'll, uh, we'll take Green Lantern number Green two. Green Lantern number two. The best of the Green Lantern movies. I mean, everyone says it. <laughs> Still waiting on it. At least it wasn't done by Jack Black. Right? What, but what if, what if we live in an alternate universe where that did happen and everyone loved it? Mul- could have been the, wacky universe. That could have been Jumanji. Like, that could have been like the Runaway franchise. Mul- That's true. Multiple choice. Ooh, thank you. How many power rings is Hell Jordan wearing on issue 50? The. Ooh. Uh, I'm just going to put up my hand now and okay. say, okay, but I did say it was many. multiple choice. <laughs> I know. I know. But I. But you could tell me. You could list off all A, the numbers and eight, I'd be like, I, I'm not sure B, how many. 10, C, 13, or D, 16? Chris? Incorrect. No, 16. Paul? Nice round number. Incorrect. It is C, 13. Hmm. It does. Seems like more. I don't know. I knew he had a couple, like two or three on one finger at a time. So that's why I went with Flavor Flav many. And you know what? (laughs) 13 is Flavor Flav. No. (laughs) 
I mean, when Flavor Flav was asked the number between 1 and 10, he said 13. So, uh, we'll go with number X-Men two. X Factor number 2. All right. What does the symbol on Multiple Man's suit do? Chris? Uh, it is a containment device, so he doesn't make multiples of himself anytime he gets hit. Bonus to this, there are two people who one created it and one enhanced it for him. Naming one of those people. This goes to both of you. Paul? Forge? Incorrect. The leader of Exceptor. <laughs> oh. Really? You were Chris? In- Incorrect. Hank, Hank uh, McCoy? Beast? His father, Daniel Madison. And Reed Richards. But Chris, you did get oh, yeah. two points. For Always that. guess, Mister Fantastic. Uh, we'll jump Number over three. to Green Lantern again. Number three. Multiple choice. What movie star was Hal Jordan designed after? A. Clint Eastwood. B. Gene Kelly. C. Paul Newman. Or D, Cary Grant? Paul? Incorrect. D, Cary Grant. Chris? Paul Newman. Whoever C was? And and that is is correct. Oh, yeah, yeah, that one. Oh! (laughs) Was there, like, a specific role? Or was it just... The salad dressings that did it. You know, like, he would look, you look good look in a comic. When you look up from Hal Jordan, <laughs> and then you look up at the time what Paul Newman looked like, you see it right away. Because when I read that trivia, I looked up the comic. The, the comic book was created like, uh, what was it in the um, Hal Jordan was like in the fifties or sixties? And you look up um, Paul Newman in that era, you go, "Oh fuck, that's that's Hal Jordan." Like you get it right away. Plus, he was a ra- Paul Newman. Also, wrote, was a race car driver, being the pilot. All that stuff kind of collides. Chris, you still control the board. X X, X Factor, Factor three, three. We're zigzagging. Mm-hmm. Name six. This is an X Men character. This is an X Men question book. Name six. Playable characters in the X Men arcade game. Paul, you Correct. have uh, Dazzler. Yes, you have Cyclops. Mm-hmm. Yes, Wolverine, Storm, yes. Colossus, Correct. Nightcrawler. That was it. it was six Who people. else was there? That was all of them. Yeah. Okay. Good. I'm like. <laughs> yeah. I'm like there was only six, right? I I was like I have my arcade cabinet right here, and I was just pulling that information. I don't have a decal or anything on it, but oh, I'm going to do. Go you have, do you have the? Do you I have do, that in your cabinet? I do have the game, uh, but it's only the two player, and it's in Japanese. But it's fine. I mean, it doesn't matter because it's still subtitled in English. So whatever. 
Um, Green Lantern, number four. Sure. We'll keep the zigzag going. It's fun to zigzag. It's fun. We're doing solemns. Slalom's. Who were the writer and artist who created Hal Jordan? Half point if you get one. Half half the points if you get one. Chris. Uh, for writer, we'll say Denny O'Neill. Incorrect. Artist Neil Adams. Paul. That's the only thing I could think of. Can I go with Gardner Fox and um? Incorrect. Paul, you were Jerry close. Conway. John Broom. Who? Uh, hey, we got we got a sighting from uh, from present wife over there. She's holding up a beer. Yeah, Does she want to talk about said beer? She's she's like Does she's hanging off the stairs beer? behind John in the video and just like trying to like pass something to him, but he's like eyes so on the she prize. Said, Can I have this beer? And oh. uh, Gil Kane is well, well, it? You're I. I was. You were. Cl- I mean, close. I just. Uh, who you said and John Broom were known for doing sci-fi stuff. The one you know, Broom took mm-hmm. over Flash after the other. So I thought that's pretty close. But they do get harder. Mm-hmm. I had to oh, make these you. hard for you guys. Hmm. No, that one was difficult because I. Let's go. Let's the last four. The X Men X Factor four number four because I still control the board. Which this is multiple choice. Which of these X Men were mm-hmm. not on an X Factor team? A Richter, B Sabretooth, C Cannonball, D Leech. Chris, Leech, incorrect. Okay. I don't even know who Leech is. I'm going with Sabretooth. Incorrect. So it was. It Richter was on the team. It was Cannonball. Cannonball. Oh, okay. He's an okay. X Force guy, and New Mutants. New Mutants. Paul, you still control the board. Green Lantern number five. Green Lantern number five. Give me. Three different aliases Kyle Rayner has had. Just so you know, there are nine choices to go with. <laughs> wow. Chris. Uh, we're not going to say Kyle Rayner because that's his name, right? Correct. Take that one out. Okay, I just wanted to make sure yep. to take that one off the board. Um, Green Lantern, just to start, because he is... Um, Ion, <laughs> I don't know if this would be a third one or if it's included in that, but like the Torchbearer. Uh, and then... Um, if, you, if you keep going, I'll give you bonus points. You got your I'm three. I'm trying to think of another one, because... Uh, uh, yeah, I can't he think was, of anything He else. was Parallax. Parallax would have been He did one. have Parallax, yeah. Uh, he's a Blue Lantern. No, he was never a Blue Lantern. Kyle Rayner? 
He might. Yeah, they don't. My. Okay. He, he was. Uh, they have a white lantern. Was listen. Okay, that one I. I knew he had the like the white ring MLP, but I wasn't sure if he was considered to be like the white lantern. He was referred to as the Emerald Knight. I'll just read him for how I have listed: Emerald Knight, yeah. Green Lantern, White Lantern, Ion, Oblivion, the Life Equation, Jade Dragon, Torchbearer, and Parallax. Sorry, what was um? It was like the third or fourth one you said, Oblivion. Oblivion. What was that one from? I don't remember now. I okay, made this. I, I made this two weeks ago. Gotcha. Yeah, that one doesn't ring a bell. Like the other ones, I can understand. But yeah. Okay. All right. Chris, uh, board winning. Shut it. Shut it down. X Factor Five. All right. Hold on. Let me give you your points for that. Right. That was Green Lantern Five. Yeah. All right. Nice, nice ball. Wearing a bottle cap on his head. I am thinking of an X Factor team member. Who am I thinking of? <laughs> wait, <laughs> wait. I thought we were asking what, what was that. Okay, so we're out. So this is in Green Lantern number five. This is X Men X Force number five. Yeah, we did. We did. Okay. Oh, we did. Okay. He took it off the board. Took it off the board. Okay, Paul. It has the most cho- uh, availability because there's so many of them. Multiple man. Oh, that, I, that, if I was smart, yes, but no. Chris, strong guy. Yes, <laughs> always strong guy. Strong guy. Always. always. He's the only other recognizable one. Okay. No other X Factor character. Oh, ran away with it, Chris. Way to go. <laughs> Way to go. So, Paul, out of a possible, I don't know how many points, you cleaned the house, though. Paul, you had 10. Chris had 10, 20, 30, 36 points. Nicely done, Chris. He, he ran through Ravenclaw. He ran the board there. So you threw a monkey wrench in it, though, because I wasn't prepared, because I only have, like, questions that aren't, like, point-weighted at all. So now it's like, John, you got everything right. You get five points. Like, <laughs> I can make mine point-weighted. <laughs> so, uh, what was the point max for everything that you had? Do you know what the total value Let's was? Let's see. Five, so, five times 10, four is 15, 20. 20. 28. 20. 36. 6. I'll can continue doing the math. <laughs> so thirty, so thirty nine, forty two, forty five, forty eight, fifty, fifty two, fifty four, fifty uh, six plus four is sixty. Okay, out of sixty points. So all of my will be worth twelve points each. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know that would do it. Do we want oh, no, I mean, it's one of those things you don't think about. Like, do we want to <laughs> hey, do, do the next beer or uh, the next uh, game? Yeah, I'm, I'm ready for another one because these seltzers are drinking really quick. All right. Well, you guys can grab your next beer. I'm going to stick with my beer because it's because I got to be up at 530 tomorrow. Oof. So 
Go ahead and grab your right next back. one. Yep. So the final Masagave premium seltzer from Founders is the strawberry one. And I think this one might be my favorite. It's like that kind of candy strawberry, like those grandma candies. That they got the little jelly inside. Like that little jelly inside. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's... Actually, I'm, again, 4.5% ABV, gluten-free, 110 calories. Uh, everything the same across the board. Just depends on what flavor you prefer, whether it's grapefruit, strawberry, or lime. Um, if you're a fan of the actual Masagave, like barrel age series beer, I say go with the lime. That's going to be the closest thing to it. But this strawberry one is absolutely delightful, too. Um, I think strawberry, then lime, then the grapefruit power ranking. Oh, wow. Chris, did he ever get thing of masagave with grapefruit, though? Did not. Okay. I, I still look for it. Nothing. Because we like the grapefruit masagave yeah. the most. We liked it more than just the regular masagave, I believe. They're both really good, but the grapefruit's better. And we will be sending a care package to you, which I thought you could do... Uh, on the Bagden Board YouTube is another unboxing. Hey, I can do that. Uh, so I'll, I have one sitting for you. So I'll, I'll send it your way. Groovy. I appreciate that. Thank you. Yeah. And John, what are you drinking right now? Currently, oh, not waiting for a box to open. I am drinking from Three's Brewing, which this year has probably been elevated and put up there as a brewery that I really look forward to trying new things from. Uh, This is a view from nowhere IPA coming in at uh, five cent deposit. Oh, Uh, in New York, California and Michigan. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, uh, 6.8%. It says it's passion fruit, pithy, Bahama breeze, papaya punch. Hops with uh, Enrina, Matoka, and Satcha hops. This is very good. It does have that pithy kind of bitterness to it. There's something about it that it's really nice, really drinkable, but it reminds me of something I've had. Maybe it's Bahama Breeze. I, I don't know. I haven't had one of those in a long time. Uh... But it's nice. It's enjoyable. Uh, I like it. I got a little bit of a buzz going right now, which is great. Good thing, into good thing we finished off yours first. Then. Yeah, right? Because your Brett you hits even... her laser epi- part of the thing was like, no, we said it was earlier. And you're like, yeah, yeah. it came. Hey, hey, that, that, that show, I lost a huge space of time. I was... I was dumbfounded and baffled by the fact that uh, there's a whole hour that's missing that I don't remember. So you could just listen to the show uh, and get it back. <laughs> no, because it, it wasn't recorded. It was when Caitlin was down here, and I I thought she was down here. I thought she was down here for five minutes, not an hour and a yeah. half. So, oops. Happens. And Paul, your next beer is running the same beer. Star Wars Squadrons. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> it's me running. Hey, I'm running for the YMCA, guys. I'm uh, trying to raise money for the local YMCA. Go to runsignup.com slash Paul the Turkey to donate. Nobody cares. Paul, Paul the Turkey. Paul the Turkey. Because it's on, it, gets, it happens on Thanksgiving, you know, you see? 
And that's that's all. Yeah. Um. Yeah, Chris, are you ready for your trivia? Yeah. So, my trivia section is a little bit more abridged. Uh, I have something else in the works. When I say in the works, I mean it's an idea that I'm ruminating over. But it's going to be in one of my days off, sitting down and like typing everything up because. I mean, we had a whole extra week. Yeah, guys. we did. But Come on, been working. <laughs> I never, I never went back to finish up the third of my trivia that I was going to <laughs> come up with. Yeah. So again, uh, I have five questions, twelve points each. Uh, we'll stick with the raise your hand if you think you know the answer. Uh, none of these are multiple choice. Okay. Good. Good. If good. Mm. you guys are stumped. I will provide a hint, but after the hint, uh, the first person to try to answer, if they don't get it, there will be no no points given after that. Michael Jackson. No. After <laughs> no. the hint. None of the answers are Michael Jackson for this one. Damn it. I thought I, I solved the There's case. too many Michael Jackson questions in the first one I did, so there's literally everybody now knows everything about Michael Jackson after that last segment. After the hint are the... Um, the points halved, or are they still, still 12? 12. <laughs> okay. Keep, Gotta catch up to Chris Try to keep it, keep it easy. Okay. Five questions. All right. Here you go. Yeah, you raise your hand when you when you got it. And I will Practice. I will ask... Paul's, Paul had a whole round to get up. ready for it. I'm, I will I'm ask that you wait for me to finish asking the question before you put your hand up. John? <laughs> yeah, don't give it up. <laughs> All right, so question the first. Eddie Murphy was hoping for a cameo a la Bob Hope in the Abbott and Costello movies when he asked to see the script for this 2003 film. He was instead cast as the lead role. 2003, Eddie Murphy movie. Ooh, Paul. The Haunted Mansion. That is correct. 12 points to Paul. Just watched it. That was that was my guess, too. <laughs> Paul's hand went up first, though. It doesn't matter if you have I know. the same... They went up at this very close at the same time. But yes, I, I was just saying that was my answer. Question the second. Don Henley of the Eagles provided the voice of one of the main characters for this 2003 film that only grossed $18 million on a budget of 35 2003. Not a successful movie. <laughs> Paul. Just because you would do it. The Haunted Mansion. No. <laughs> he, was, he was not in The Haunted Mansion. Are you sure he wasn't one of the cadaverous uh, uh, stands or cadaverous stands? Uh, he was not. Oh, okay. uh, when the headstone John, people say. John, do you, you have a, a guess or do you want to. You guys want to take the hint? I'll go for the. I'll go for the, the do hint. or die hint. Okay. Uh, this movie centers on a type of ferocious woodland creature. Paul, brother bear. <laughs> that is incorrect. Uh, close. The answer was the country bears. <sighs> Question. Number three. I didn't know that movie existed. <laughs> it did. Nobody else did either. That's why I only made eight. It might be on Disney Plus. Uh, number three. Brad Bird 
declined to direct Star Wars Episode Seven because he instead wanted to direct this film. John. Uh, Tomorrowland. That is correct. Nice. 12 points to John. I'm on the board. You're on the board. I'm proud of you. Number four. Before Johnny Depp took the main role, both Robert De Niro and Jim Carrey were approached. Both of them declined. John? Mordecai? Incorrect. Paul? I'm, I'm going with uh, Jack, uh, Captain Jack Sparrow. What movie? For Pirates of the Caribbean, The Curse is, of the Black Pearl. That is correct. 12 more points for Paul. Man, could you imagine Robert De Niro in so, that role? Uh, fun fact. Again, this oh, is the yeah. kind of trivia that you find out when you research stuff. Uh, when he was originally approached, he declined because Pirates, pirate movies hadn't been around for a while. They didn't make money, so he declined to do it. Uh, and then after Pirates of the Caribbean became a huge success and global phenomenon, uh, the next movie he took a role in was Neil Gaiman's Stardust, where he played Stardust. He played a pirate. Pirate. All right. A, a, Question the a fifth. Drag queen pirate. Never released in theaters. This movie starring Steve Gutenberg and Kirsten Dunst is responsible for giving us all of the previous films. Paul. I'm going to go with the uh, the the Tower of Terror. That is correct, Paul. Kirsten Dunst, Steve Gutenberg, directed DVD. They still sell in the gift shop. Guys, I've spent a lot of time in that gift shop waiting for other people to get off that ride. <laughs> ah, that's the other reason he knows! Because he never went on the ride! I didn't go on the ride! That's... I picked up that DVD at least two times. And I'm like... Is this a real movie? Or is this like something just like where they cut you in? Like I was thinking that maybe it was something they cut in your like ride like vehicle and it just like has them like as people that are like, oh, hey, we're here at the Disney parks. No, it's an actual movie. It's not good. (laughs) Apparently. uh, Secret sixth question. What do all these have in common? They're Halloween themed. No, incorrect. <laughs> John Chance to seal. All right, Tower of Terror. Oh, they're Disney ride themed. Correct. Mm-hmm. Extra twelve points for John. Uh, all of these movies are based off of Disney World and Disneyland attractions. Uh, all of them sprang forth because <laughs> not, not not Terror Train, Tower of Terror. Um, literally, they did the Tower of Terror movie. It was a ABC Sunday night wonderful world of Disney special. And after people responded to it, they're like, Oh, maybe people want to see movies based off of our attractions, which is what led them to do country bears and haunted mansion first. And at that point they were already into pre-production and started working on Pirates of the Caribbean. So like, well, those two movies didn't perform well. We might as well just finish up with pirates and then boom, pirates get uh, Tomorrowland did not, mm-hmm. and we'll we'll see about Jungle Cruise next year, whenever that one comes out. Uh, reason these were all Disney attraction themed. The day that we were originally supposed to record this was uh, 
October 1st, which is the uh, 49th anniversary of Walt Disney World here in Florida. So oh. it was themed to our original recording date, but then we didn't get to. Yeah. So four points. Paul, you got 36 out of that one. John, you're walking away 24. with 24. And Chris, how many points do you have? I have none. No, no, no. I mean, from before. John. Oh, I, I don't know. John, John has that written down. Oh. 10, 20, 36. 36. Ooh, how many tied. points do I have now? So you have 46? 46. So, you, so you Chris, had 10. Chris needs 10 points to take, then retake the lead from me. Okay. Which, guys, it's spooky season. A season this that I enjoy. Cool. And this is uh, going to be... But you... But you don't like I horror movies. I hate horror movies. I can't... Hold up the terror trade poster. <laughs> I, it's too scary for me. It's too spooky. I see stuff and I'm like, nope, too spooky. It's too spooky. I'm out. I used, <laughs> That's a, I used the back of that for the for the game. I'm honestly surprised you still have that poster. Oh, my wife wants me to get rid of that. She's wanted me to get rid of that since we started dating. So it's not a great movie. <laughs> I have a... I love it's so stupid, but I love that movie. I only saw it the one time. So, guys, I have a brand new game for you. It's called It's Getting Clear. In this game, uh, I have five hints, basically. Uh, and you're going to be guessing the title of the comic book that I am describing. First, I'm going to give you the year it was first published. Then I'm going to give you the publisher. So, each time you give the hint, can we guess yes. and then continue yeah, yeah, to yeah. guess? I, it's going okay. to get so. So guess what? It's going to get clearer. It'll get it get clearer as time goes on. Then I'm going to give you the artist that started on issue one, the writer, uh, and then the main character's name. At that point, you should know. And these, you should know the series and or you know the time the the that time frame of that volume. Like, there might be, like, let's say Green Lantern. It would be, like, if I was to give you that, I don't remember when the Green Lantern started with Jeff Johns, but let's say 2008. So I would go 2008, DC Comics, uh, artist who was doing the art at that time. Ivan Reese. Ivan Reese, uh, Jeff Johns, and then um, Green Lantern, or Hal Jordan. At that point, you guys should be able to guess. So yeah, go ahead. Do the do the questions devalue in points the more hints you give? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Because you know John threw it all off with his whole point value yeah, thing. Yeah. So, yeah, but I mean, I, I do have to say, just saying a year, and we're supposed to guess <laughs> yeah, out yeah. of any comic book that comes out. The major theme is is Halloween. So so okay. th- that's that should set you up. Um. You know what I'm going to do? I think I'm going to let you both guess. And then I'm going to give you both. If you are both correct, you both get the points. Should we write these down? If you guys have, if you guys got a pen and paper, then yeah. Then if you have it already in front of you, then yes, write it down. And uh, what happened to that notebook that I had all my questions? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> So I'm on a Skype call with you. Uh, and if you guys don't get it, then we'll move on to the next clue, next clue, next clue. 
You guys understand? Yeah, I'm just going to get a different color Sharpie, because I think orange would be hard to see. All right. So, here's your first book. Oh, I don't... Wait, I got a cool marker, too. Here's your first book. It first published in 2003. Mm-hmm. 2003. Write them down. Yeah. You, any guess. Any guess. Write it down. It's fine. Then you cross it out in 2003. Any guess. It's Halloween themed. 2003. Doesn't cost you anything to guess. I was going to say, I'm just well. spilling air because you know it's a are podcast. We, are you unveiling them at the same time? Yeah, yeah, yeah. John, you ready? Yes. Okay, reveal. Shadow Pack, Army of Darkness versus something. Okay. Next clue: Image Comics. Image Comics, 2003. Image Comics. It's Halloween themed. Should be getting clearer now. It's getting clear. Uh, John is ready. Chris, are you ready? Yes. John, you're ready? Yep. You are both correct. It is The Walking Dead. Yay! Uh, Tony Moore. So you both got it on number two. I'm going to highlight Google Drive. One. Come on. Dismiss this stupid thing. I'm going to highlight this. No, I don't want to update now. All right. So... There you go. Uh, it's worth uh, some amount of points for the both of you. I don't know yet how much. Uh, uh, let's say four, four points each. Okay. Ready for the next one? Yes. 2015. Mm-hmm. 2015. These are all books also that we have either read on the show or read for the show. Like it's, I'm not pulling out anything too crazy here. Or, or it's something very well known and we've all read. Oh, no, it's not this one. Mm-hmm. Or we ha- we've at least talked about or would have known about. Like, it wouldn't be... Like, not the one that... The, the thing with the people with the... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the one. Uh, I didn't put that on there. That's the only thing I could think of. Okay, uh, John, what's your answer? It was Frankenstein, Agent no, of something. No. Agent of Monsters or something. All right. I don't think we... Did we read that? Ready? I, we read the first I, issue. I think you guys are... New 52. Yep. You ready for this? Mm-hmm. Yeah, New 52 did not start in 2015, though, John. <laughs> I... Listen, I'm I'm half in the bag right now. Archie Comics. Archie Comics. So, 2015, oh. Archie Comics. I believe in you guys. I think you'll get it. it this well, is the what one I like thing. about this is there's a couple. Yeah, exactly. And uh, this, that's what I kept... I'm a little afraid that I kept on like, oh, this is easy because I'm the one making it. So I'm like, oh, once I give them the name of the oh, the, the year, yes. they'll get, they might get it right off the year. I miswrote something. Like, I made... I tried to make the... That's why I started with the year because I thought it would be the most difficult to just blindly guess at it. And then... I was a little afraid the publisher might be giving it away, but you know, sometimes you know it's hard. It's hard to judge. Like I felt, writer was the most gimme. You guys all ready? Yep. All right. Let's yeah. see. Let's see. Uh, I wrote Afterlife. With I, I wrote. Okay, close. I, uh, Arch, Archie Zombies. Yeah. 
I couldn't I couldn't think of I would accept that or that was <laughs> not not it. You guys ready for the next clue? The artist was Robert Hack. Robert Hack. He was the artist. Archie Comics 2015. Uh, Afterlife with Archie was before 2015. I know that. So this came after Afterlife with Archie. And this is uh, definitely Archie Comics. Robert Hack is the artist. Um... Are you guys ready? Yep. Uh, Chris is correct with Chilling Adventures of Sabrina. And, yeah, and John, you guessed the Jughead. I said Jughead. Where yeah, I was trying to think because I knew we read the Vampironica one like last year or the year before. And Sabrina came out and then like I think the show came out a year later. And that, so. Yeah, but we like we didn't read it until we, well after. We we read we Paul picked it for a look back. Said there's no or for a no. You picked it for a trading policy, then canceled because it. I'm like there's no Chris way you guys it. would like this. It's too we long. It. It's there's too many I, pages, too many words. I got to do something else. I I didn't read it. Then you guys talked about it. I thought, said that sounds great. Then I read it. I wouldn't attribute that to 2015. I mean, that's when the book came out, Not, and that's and just just because we read it yeah. like two years yeah. ago, three what right before the TV show yeah. came out. Before the T, I think before the TV show was announced too. I I, I want to correct. I want to keep my cred for being a hipster. Yeah, yeah. I read yep. it before. It before. I read it before. It was cool. It was before. Right, you guys ready for the next one? Yeah, Chris. Good good job scoring three more points, holding ahead. Mm. Buffy. Oh, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> I read the top line. I read the top line. What can wait, I do? Uh, wait, wait, wait. I get a, I get a, I got a well, guess. I got I've been drinking farming hammer. Okay. 2011. 2011. I'm skipping that one. No, no, wait. That, that question. I got an answer. Yeah, you know, I didn't give the clue. Uh, I'm going to, I'm going to come up with another one while we're doing this here. So 2011 is your clue. Hmm. I'm trying, even just trying to think of a comic book that we read in 2011 is hard enough. And we might not have read it. Well, I thought we read them all. We we have, but maybe not back in 2011. Mm. So, 2011. Uh, all right, you ready? Uh, yeah, I'm ready. We're done. Okay. Marvel Zombies. Oh, Marvel Zombies. Mar- Marvel Zombies. Uh, yeah, that's Best a friends. horrible guess for 2011, but good job, guys. I mean, it's actually probably a really good guess since both John and I wrote it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, uh, so next is DC Comics. DC Comics. Wait, um... I have an idea if it's not this one. I should probably just write that idea. Yeah, well, either or. It's it's fine. All right. I'll keep it. I'll keep this. So I think that came out before. 
Okay, you guys ready? Yep. Three, two, one, show them. Okay, House of Mystery, DC uh-huh. Halloween special. No, we're, we're going to keep on going. Uh, nice. Artist. Artist is Yannick Paquette. We oh, are now locked. Thinking, in. We are now locked in to one single answer. Before EA has had two shots at it. Yannick Wait, did he? I don't know. Did he? I'm trying to think. No, hold on. Uh, uh, uh. Okay. He can't. Th- that's against the rules. He can't do that. He can't do that. He can't do what? I didn't unveil it. Okay. Okay. Three, two, show. All right. Uh, we got Swamp Thing from both of them. That is correct. It is Swamp Thing. Uh, New 52 started in 2011, everybody. 2011, not 2003. That was was so long ago. It was nine years ago. Nine years ago. New 52. That's Swamp Thing. Man. Saying 2011 doesn't feel old, but when you think, like, no, that was nine years ago. Yes. And especially since you think like Chris, like you, like the the three of us, Chris, especially you and I, we got in back into comics in two thousand two, yeah. mm-hmm. which was nine years prior to two thousand eleven. Yeah, so we are now you think, like, man. so you had we had nine years before New Fifty Two, nine years after New Fifty Two. I think we can all agree we enjoyed the nine years before New Fifty Two better. Than the yeah. nine years after New Fifty Two. Yeah, I would agree. All right, guess it. Are you guys enjoying this game, or is, should I? I just, am. Okay. Should it, I just pull the? It's record? hard because it's making me think of stuff that I haven't read or thought of in years. <laughs> and it's all Halloween themed, because you know, spooky season. That <laughs> was lightning. Wait, wait. Can you do your spooky theme again? <laughs> that was. It's spooky season. <laughs> I mean, uh, if you added a, a, okay, you do the woo woo, you do the woo, and I'll do the whooshing. Ready? Three, two, one. Wooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooo
Okay, okay. I got to close up that window because it was distracting me. Okay, you're, you guys ready you're for the... keeping track of the points, right, Paul? Yes, yes. I'm okay, highlighting. I was yeah. It also sounds like you're watching porn on separate windows. <laughs> no, no, because I had to open up a new window to replace the Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Uh, uh, Vampire Slayer porn. I just didn't let him finish. It's very distracting. <laughs> uh, 2005. 2005. 2005. Halloween themed 2005. This is. Um, I'm I'm glad that John got one right off the year because I was a little afraid that like as we've been playing I'm like ooh maybe this is tougher than I thought I know you're filling in space but it's really hard to concentrate I need to fill uh, in I had no issues. issues I'm already I'm already locked in don't look at what it. was the year again 2005 2005 the years that I graduated from college all right you ready all right three years after we got back into comic books. Uh, we got Day of Vengeance and Hackslash. Neither are correct for the book that I'm looking forward for. I I don't know if no uh I don't know if Hackslash came out in 2005. Day of Vengeance uh definitely did not come out in 2005. Well, maybe it did. Why, why are you picking know. up higher points? I don't know. I'm, I'm saying what, know. What, we're but we're not a publisher. Marvel theme. Comics. Marvel Comics. Hmm. Marvel Comics 2005. Spooky Halloween. Yep, Halloween 2005. Comics. That might be a problem with this game, because maybe you guys are correct. Maybe Hackslash came out, maybe uh, Day of Vengeance came out in 2005, and I am just didn't write those ones down. Well, I know I Day of Vengeance was like one of the infinite... Yeah, I think uh, that's after 2005. So. But that's when we were going to conventions, so yeah. it seemed around that point. But yeah, you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. John, you ready? We got. I'm ready. We got five dollars from 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 John, and Chris is correct with Marvel Zombies. You guys, why you straight down five dollars? You guys guessed. Well, I thought we already. I thought we already guessed Marvel Zombies, and it was right. It was wrong. No, it was wrong. Oh, it was wrong. And it was like you guessed it on 2015 as well. <laughs> like you both guessed no. it on Chilling Adventures of Archie, I believe. That sounds about right. Yeah. Chris, you got it. I just remember writing it down. I thought it was right. Okay, another four points for Chris. So, Paul, you don't want five (laughs) dollars? Yes, I do. You can go to runsignup.com slash paultheturkey to to give me that five dollars. And by give me. I'll give less... I'll give less money than I was going to give Mm. you. Mm. I'll I'll, I'll give the five (laughs) dollars. Uh... Ready for the next one. 2015. This is one that we read on the show. 2015. It's hard doing a comic book podcast and trying to remember what you read five years ago. This is this is probably the toughest one. How do you spell Habibi? <laughs> <laughs> Not Halloween themed, surprisingly mm. enough. <laughs> it was traumatizing. A lot of horror. A lot of horror to it. 2015, mm-hmm. you said? Mm-hmm. I'm willing to, right now, accept two different answers. Ooh. Because right now we have not locked in. In fact, 
There was three different answers you guys could have given before with Chilling Adventures of Sabrina, because there's three different, I just noticed, three different ones that have 2015 written on them. John, are you still thinking? Yeah, I got nothing. I don't yeah. know. Well, it's, okay. I know that it was, I it finished was after. Ooh. Yeah, but that's the only thing I can think yep. of. Like, it's all right. It's all right. Mind. IDW. IDW, because I needed to pick something kind of weird, something that John picked. Um, IDW. IDW Comics 2015. It's a strange one. This is the toughest one. This is the one that I put on there just in case it was going too easy that I would throw it in, in the middle. This is one I should probably save till the end and probably not. I know this include. This right. one's not it, but I have a second thought that might be. Show, show it. Ooh. Uh, nope. I wrote down All Hail Megatron. I say all hell. I, I wrote. I wrote nail biter. Oh, should have done. Been doing that this whole time. <laughs> what are you guys telling him? What you guys wrote down instead of me just talking? Uh, artist James Stoke. S T O K O E. James Stoke. 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 First time we've gotten to artist. Oh, no, second time we've gotten to our Third time we got to artist. Everybody. Third time. <laughs> Had a look. James no, I wasn't here. I got it. this one's this one's hard and this one's tough. This one's tough. Do I do kind of apologize? I probably should have skipped this and kept it for the last one. But I was trying to think no, of okay. comic books we read that were horror themed that weren't like. And this is this for whatever reason popped in my head. And I'm like, oh yeah, this is a good one. Yeah. Okay. And now, like five weeks later, I come back to it and like, oh, okay, what do we got? All right. I wrote down a Cal McDonald mystery. I don't remember the name of it. John wrote down nothing. I, I did. Okay. I wrote down nothing. Uh, so see, I I've I've had three beers that are above six percent, hey. and Chris has had. Three, four percenters. Oh, well, I was yeah. drinking earlier today too because I went to Universal Studios. So, I... yeah, but you got a crazy metabolism, and I'm a fat fuck, <laughs> so it doesn't matter. John, you're doing great. We all love you. You're amazing. You're a rock star. Uh, the writer is the same as the artist, James Stoke. Stoke, 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 Stoke. We probably butchered his name on the show just as much as I butchered his name here. IDW. IDW Publishing, 2015. We read it for the show. I, you guys, uh, here's one more hint. By read, it was all silent. It was a silent issue. The next one will give it away because it's the main character. I'm pretty sure it's the only issue we ever read with this being the main character on the show. Why don't you just give us <laughs> that character? Yeah. Godzilla. Godzilla. 
James Stoke, writer and artist, IDW Publishing, 2015. Uh, for whatever reason, when I was thinking, correcting my brain of comic, uh, Halloween comic books, we would Godzilla in Hell, Godzilla Goes to Hell, I'll accept both. I completely <laughs> forgot about that book. I, I don't know why it popped into my head, but it did. And I'm like, oh, these guys will get it. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> It's the only one we've had to go to go all the way to the end. What Point what three. is the proper title? What is, is the proper Godzilla title? In hell. Okay. Uh, they, they, IDW did that whole line of in hell comics back in like 2015, 2016. Like they did Bill and Tell in Bill and Ted in Hell. Like um, forgetting which other ones, but yep, Godzilla in Hell, completely silent issue, and we reviewed it on the show. Yeah, okay. I, well, I know we did. I remember it now, but yeah, I completely forgot about that book. All right, let's go back up to the one that I screwed up and just uh, came up with now. Also a tough one, I think. 2014. I think it's a trick question. 2014. It is not Godzilla in Hell again. <laughs> that was 2015. Two thousand fourteen. We read this, of course, not in two thousand fourteen. We've read it, I think, as a trade. Mm. Oh, mm-hmm. go okay. show us. I oh. said uh, Afterlife with Archie. Oh, <laughs> nice, uh, uh, John. What did he say? I said Buffy the Vampire Slayer or Angel. Okay, uh, publisher was Boom Studios. Boom Studios. Boom Studios. What have we 2014. Boom This is something that is that just popped into my head right as we were doing this because I had to replace one because I screwed up. Okay. Uh, John's writing a lot. That might be good, might be bad. Who knows? Okay, I wrote Girl Camp Adventures. You mean lover? Because I couldn't uh, remember. I wrote the Woods. It is the Woods. Mm. The Woods is correct. James uh, Tinian and Michael Diaz. Yes, uh, and for main character, I wrote Midwest Prep School. Yeah, I was gonna say that. I don't remember <laughs> because I'm like I could probably look up who one of the main characters is, but we're doing the show right now, so let's get this done. Chris taking a commanding I, lead. I thought the woods for a previous one because it's like, oh, we just talked about that last yeah. week. Last yeah, yeah. episode. That's why it popped into my head this time. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but you never wrote down the woods, John. You have no, yet to guess it. I didn't. All right. We're going back to 2011. Oh, this is worse than Yeah, yeah. I had ten of these. Two thousand. If you guys want me to stop it, if you guys aren't having fun, we can always move on to my next. No, it's fun. It's just it's difficult. John, are you having fun? It's it's, it's yeah, I'm having okay. fun. It it is difficult. But you have scored points at but I did, every single. I do have to say, I did get it. What once with the once year? once with the year? Yeah, five whole points. Come on, come Huge. on. Huge. Maybe bonus yeah. points. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> What? Um, um, what was the year? 2011? Yep. 2011. 2011. 
2011. What a year. That was a great year. You know what? New 52 did fizzle out for us, but, you know, I, I still have to say it was a great year to be in the comic book industry. Or All right. Comic book fan, I think. All right. We're locked in. You. Yep. We're locked in. John wrote. I wrote John, Const- John Constantine. I wrote Seekers of the Weird. Ooh. Both really cool Ooh. answers. I wish I looked those books up. <laughs> I cannot. Uh, so Again, I, no, I have no frame of reference anymore for like time. DC Comics. So this was. All right. I got DC it. Comics. I got it, Paul. DC Comics. I got John, it. I got, John it. got it. John's got it. And but he doesn't. I got if John it. doesn't have it. I'm going to laugh so hard and have to run out of this room and pee because he'll make me pee my pants because it'll be that hilarious. You're locked in, Chris. All right, let's see it. See it. Uh, Justice League Dark. <laughs> Neither of them are right. <laughs> they're, they're probably. I wrote. They're, I wrote Demon Knight, which were both. They're probably both correct for what I'm. What I've given so far, but. Neither of the one I'm looking for. The artist is Andrea Sorrentino. Andrea Sorrentino. I got it. Oh, oh, jeez. <laughs> it was the... I got it. All right. You both have it. I'm sure you have it now with Andrea Sorrentino. Yeah, that's... This is what put him... Who I didn't realize was him at the point, at the time. Uh, <laughs> vampire <laughs> bullshit, John wrote. And I, Vampire, yes. We, John, that book we, wasn't bad. We all enjoy, I thought we all enjoyed that book. It was, yeah, I, di- I, I did enjoy it. You continue to read it. I knew it was Vampire something. I, Vampire. I didn't remember I, Vampire. All right. Some vampire bullshit. Vampire bullshit. Okay, we're going to... There's a bunch of vampires and bullshit going on. Oh, so much world. vampire bullshit. We're going back to 2015. In the way, way back machine. <sighs> 2015. Another another 2015 book? The other 2015 book we had was Chilling Adventures of Sabrina. Neither of you guys guessed this book. Uh, This run of this book, I should say. This book's been out a lot longer, but we definitely did a review of this book. uh, In, you know, back in 2015, actually. This is what I think about this. That's a good Sharpie. I just smelled. Mm. 2015. We did a review back in that day. Five years ago. Maybe a little less. Maybe a little more. Who knows? You know, time is weird. Timey-wimey. Sorry. I have, I have no idea. So, I'll just finish up. I'm say, uh, Alvin kills the chipmunks. <laughs> Semicolon in hell. I like this. I wrote a Hellboy in Hell, and I have to pee. Both uh, the second one is true, Uh, but no. (laughs) Let's go. Marvel Comics is the next clue. Marvel Comics Comics. back in 2015. We read the first issue for Look Back. Halloween themed because this is spooky season. I made my segments Halloween themed. I did like that you made yours all Disney uh, rides. That was pretty. Thank you. All right, you guys both time. ready? Yep. Let's see it. I said a uh, Ghost Rider. Oh, you both said Ghost Rider. I, I said Ghost Rider with the car. Uh, both are incorrect. Uh, because 
I think this came out before Ghost Rider with the car. Maybe afterwards. I'm not sure. I still have to pee. <laughs> I, I, I do too. Chris Bocciolo did the art. Bocciolo. Chris Bocciolo. Oh, Bocciolo. Okay. Did the art uh, on this 2015 Marvel comic series. Uh, definitely, it's not the first time this character appeared. Uh, definitely something we've read on the show. And Chris has got it. I got nothing. Okay. I got it. Uh, Doctor Strange. It's Doctor Strange. Doctor right, Strange. Let's take a. This is uh, Jason Aaron. Doctor Strange. Jason Aaron. Doctor Strange. Right, well, yeah. let's take a. As soon as you said Doctor. As soon as you said Doctor Strange, I, I was like, yeah. Right, let's take a quick break here, so we yeah. can all take a bathroom break. We'll finish up with the, my last one, and then we'll go into my last round, if that's okay with you guys. And we are back with my final question. Yeah. And. My final question is: two thousand or nineteen ninety-seven or nine? Oh my goodness! I'm sorry. I've been drinking a lot. Uh, nineteen ninety-four. Nineteen ninety-four. I was looking all over on the screen, and I started saying stuff before I actually found what I saw. So nineteen ninety-four. This is the oldest. A comic on this whole list. This is my last question for It Gets Clearer. Uh, this, this is my new segment here on the Trivia Cast. If you guys like any of these kind of uh, like quiz games, let us know. I think this book came uh, out in 92, but I will... Uh, this is this is my guess. Okay. My book okay. came out before that in like 89, but this is like the closest thing I can think of to something from that okay. time frame that Let's we see. would have read. I wrote down Sandman. Ooh, and help and Josh. I wrote down Hellboy. Neither are what I'm looking for. We're going to go with DC Comics. DC Comics. DC Comics. And what year? 1994. Halloween theme. Mm-hmm. So spooky season. Mm-hmm. 1994. DC Comics. Mm-hmm. DC Comics, nineteen ninety four. It would, you know, something that we've talked about on the show, or would it be aware of on the show? You know, it's not. Am it, I allowed it, to ask? Like, did we read this for the show, or was this something that like we've read and like we just happened to do a comic book podcast? I, you know, we're we're so this, is, like, this is kind of like the Long Halloween. I don't think we ever read okay. the Long Halloween on the show. But I think we've talked about this comic itself. John, are you okay with me giving a little bit more away? Yeah. No, I was just saying, like, it's, no, okay. we didn't. Okay. We didn't read Long Halloween on the show. Show. Sure. Uh, yeah. Exactly. That's weird. Okay. Um, but we have read for this one. We have read <laughs> other later uh, publishings of this, but this is the first time it was published by DC. But Comics. we never. We didn't. We haven't read it for the show. We haven't read the on the show the 1994 version, but we have read other versions of this character of this comic, other volumes of this comic. I think we read this for the show, but I'm gonna. Uh, yeah, I know we did this, we but did. I don't know. Maybe I'm, so I'm, I'm blanking. Okay, let's I'm see. Ready. Let's uh, see. I wrote down Dead Man. Ooh, n- neither Dead Man nor John. Books of Magic. 
Books of Magic. Neither, neither of those are the books I'm looking for. I know that was Vertigo, um, but so I didn't know if you were grouping Vertigo and... Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I tried to stay away from that because I wasn't sure how I was going to do that either. Um, Dennis Cohen is the artist. D-E-N-Y-S. Denise yep. Cowan. Oh. DC Comics, nineteen ninety. Chris has got it. What, is, what does Chris have? Uh, no, there's two things that it could be. But. Uh, I think the writer is going to be the one that gives it. Go ahead, Chris. I don't. I, huh. That didn't help me at all. Uh, the Spectre. Not the Spectre. Okay, then it's the other one I'm thinking of. Okay, uh, the writer is John Rosum. John Rosum. Artist Dennis Cowan. DC Comics, nineteen ninety four. We read another iteration of this book on the show. Right? Yep. Oh, John's changing. That's because I saw you. You wrote it with an X. Yeah, it's it is zombie with an X. Okay. Good job, both of you. Milestone. It was a milestone. But at that point, in 1994, it was published under DC. I have. It was a milestone first. I have issue one. It's a milestone book, and I'm pretty sure most of those are milestone. The DC, because I looked at, I guess I did make sure, and I double-checked. It does have the DC publisher on it. Milestone you is did, the... You did the research. You still got it. All right. Saying, uh, I was, I was going to do it with a Z, too, and then I was like, wait, no. it's not. All right, guys, so Chris alone, you got, uh, so with Chris, you got... Four, uh, three plus two, five, eight, six, ten, uh, thirteen, uh, thirteen, seventeen, twenty, Chris, I think you won. twenty, 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 yeah. Uh, 24, 24 points. points plus John, 36. You got, got four. You got four plus 37. Plus five is 12. Plus one is 13. Plus three is 16. Plus five, four, three, two. Plus two is 15. So, Johnny, you got 15 points that round. 20. 24 plus 15 for me. 36 plus 24 for Chris. Mm. And Paul, you're at 46. All right. You're definitely out of the game. Yep, I'm definitely out of the running now. And I think but that's I, have, okay. I have 39. So right now you're in second place. 39. 39 versus what? 46 plus 15. <laughs> I have 39. You have 46. Chris has... 36 plus 24. I didn't do the math. Because I'm well in my way of 60. my fourth beer. Which, uh, so Chris has 60 points. Which is Zombie Dust from Three Floyds. Which uh, just recently was released in Buffalo. Um, yes, Halloween themed because it's got a kind of a, a skeleton king guy on the front. Uh, art, art. So previously when we had this, it was done um, 
It was in a bottle, and the art was done by Tim Seeley. Same, I believe, it's the same artwork. Okay. Can you hold? Can you hold it on up there? I just want to take a look at it and see, because I would recognize it. Oh yeah, so it's the same artwork. Yep. Um, this beer is just the perfect drinking beer. I believe years ago when we had this on the podcast and I was a fan of this beer and I've had it a couple times since we had it on the podcast. I didn't share it with you guys because Chris was very negative about this beer and Paul was mediocre about this beer. So I kept it all to myself mm-hmm. when I had it after the fact. And Chris probably... Okay. I'd be willing to try it again. Chris was probably like, Meh, I don't want to try it anyways. Uh, but at this point, with it being a dry hopped pale ale, it doesn't compare to the juiciness that you get from the New England IPAs. It is still a very nice drinking beer. When this launched in our area, I brought it home because I would have put this in my top 10, maybe even close to my top 5 craft beers because I really love this beer. Brought it home after having probably six years between the last time I had it and now. And I still really like it, but it's more of just like that perfect beer to drink. I brought it home, cracked it open, took a big swig out of it, said, yeah, that's still pretty good. Gave it to Caitlin. Caitlin drank it. I left it in the kitchen, took my son into the living room, played with him. Caitlin brought me my dinner because Grayson had already eaten. And I said, oh, I'll go get my beer to have with dinner. And she said, no, I drank it. And I said, you drank it? <laughs> she said, yeah, it was the perfect cooking beer. Meaning <clears throat> she just was sitting there taking swigs out of it while she was cooking dinner. And it is. I, lo- I do love a good cooking beer. Like, it, chop some onions, about a, take, take a sip. And like, when she said that, I was right. Talked about that on last it's episode. It's just a good beer just to have in your fridge. It's the perfect thing for just like, hey, I'm doing this. I'm creating a game for a podcast. I'm watching sp- sports ball. I'm doing whatever. Like, it's just a nice. Those bills, 4 0. 4 0. It's just a nice thing to have to drink. That being said, it's $13.99 a six pack. I can get Sloop Juice Juice okay. Bomb for a dollar less. I probably would enjoy the Sloop Juice Bomb more for that dollar less. Not to say anything against this beer. I still like having this beer. I'm enjoying having it now. I grabbed it because I was like, hey, it's uh, Halloween theme- themed with a Skeleton King on the front. I'll drink that right now. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, I'm enjoying it. I'm going to drink the rest of this and pass out after this podcast. <laughs> so I did some research, and by research, I mean I opened up Untapped and searched for Zombie Dust. The only time I had this beer was October 30th, 2013. Um, so we had been recording Ooh-key. for a while. But I think at that point, I still wasn't completely into IPAs because that took a while. And I'm not going to blame you, John, but you hyped this beer up a lot, too. We are like, this is, like, the best IPA. I, like, I put it at a 2.5 out of 5 on untapped. I never said it was 
And I, I never said it. it was the best IPA. You go back to when we had it on the show. I will say for a pale ale, because it's a pale ale, it's not an IPA. It's the best pale ale you can have at mm. that time. Mm. Just saying, it was hyped up. I it was don't no remember. flower power. It was no flower power at that time. Again, seven years ago, my taste had probably changed a bit, changed, adapted. You know, things happen. I'd be willing to try it again. Though. Well, I'm not I'm not writing it off, but it's not going to be something I'm searching out. But if I see it somewhere, I'd be like, okay, like, no, give me one of this those. This is my last one, but maybe you will get one in a care package. <laughs> I'll, I'll keep an eye out. If I see it here, I'll let you know. But again, it's not something I've looked for. Three so. Floyds. They. It's. It's. We do get three Floyds. Oh, here, then so. you should get it. You should be able to get it. Yeah, without a doubt. I'll keep an eye. That's my goal. What is everybody right. else drinking? Paul. Ooh. Uh, Chris, he said Paul. Yeah, I was gonna throw it over to you because he yeah. had. He did do a. Yeah, the, the Legion, Darker the Moon. This is something we've had. Two other times on this podcast. Uh, once we loved, we're like, ooh, this is a cinnamon beer. This is a cinnamon pumpkin stout beer. We love it. John is holding up his pumpkin pack. This is the, this is, I actually got it out of the pumpkin pack as well. Don't worry. I probably will be drinking this yet again on the show because I will be drinking it with John. Uh, this is my, just oh, we're all drinking another beer. Well, I don't want to be left out yet again. So uh, I want to grab this. This is we call that beer pressure. It, it, it yeah. was the fact nice. that I said, "Oh, I'm going to drink uh, zombie dust," and Chris was like, "Oh, I have another beer. I can go do that." And Paul's like, "Well, I'm well, I'm sitting here alone. I'm not going to drink this by myself. I'm going to go get another one." I, I cracked open another of the grapefruit seltzers. Mm-hmm. I'm like, "That's oh, a seltzer. I'm like, why not? Like, I'll just have it while we're yeah. finishing up." And then John had another beer, so I was like, I'm like that I, because, rewind, the other beer that I grabbed, John also has, so we'll do that next week on the show. So for 423, we'll be able to talk about the same beer. Always fun. So I was like, well, I grabbed this for the next show anyways. I might as well just drink this one now. Um, but yeah. Oh. Yeah, uh, Elysian, Dark of the Moon, a great cinnamon stout. If you can find it fresh, you get it in the Elysian Pumpkin Pack that's out right now. It's great. Drink it fresh. I wouldn't say it's out anymore. Like we got it, we got it in oh. August, and I was sold out before September. Like I, I, I don't know where oh. how it well maneuvered out there, but I would imagine that it's already. If you can find it, if you can find it. Drink it because if it's you can a find a fresh bottle. <sighs> Sorry, I'm yawning. Because it's getting late. Um, yeah, but I, I really enjoy every bottle out of that Elysian pumpkin pack. Uh, Kate and I, did, we did eventually do our pumpkin fest. And I have to say, the Imperial Pumpkin Gale, also out of the Elysian pumpkin pack, is right up there with pumpkin from Southern Tier. Blasphemy, I know you're saying in your own heads. But Pumpkin's just a great beer. I don't know. It is a great beer, but it is yammy. It is, yeah. It's not so much pumpkin-y. It is more yammy and pumpkin spice. Um, but yeah, Elysian, if you want a cinnamon beer, Elysian, Dark of the Moon. 
only if it's fresh. If it's been sitting on the shelf don't, for a year, yeah, don't skip do it. it. Don't bother. If it's old, and if I think it's with anything more than four months old, with, just skip it because that cinnamon disappears. With this beer now, for the last two years, I think it was only released in the twelve pack variety pumpkin. Oh, um, it used to come in a bomber. We, I, I think we got it in a six pack at one time, but this was a favorite of Paul and mine. And it was just one of those things, like, this is the beer that made me go, I love cinnamon in beer. And I think there's people out there that are like, I don't like cinnamon in my beer, but anytime I see cinnamon connected with a stout or a porter or some type of beer, I'm like, I'm going to give this a try because I love cinnamon and beer. The two, to me, go together. It's just a perfect combination. But Chris, what are you drinking? I just like c- cinnamon and anything. Uh, unfortunately, I'm not drinking a cinnamon beer, but I also have a stout. Uh, and this isn't the one that I thought it was, and that's my fault for not reading the label. But in my defense, uh, it looks just like the label for the one that I thought it was. But this is coming from New Holland Brewing out of Grand Rapids, Michigan. This is Dragon's Milk Reserve, and this is their rum barrel aged chocolate hazelnut and toasted coconut um 2020 reserve one it says 12.5 percent abv i was just about to check into this on untapped because i'm thinking this one is like a four and a half four point seven five i can't put it over my my regular dragon small because that's just my, my go-to beer but right off the nose you get that rum and then when you take your first sip, it's all that rum barrel aged flavor. And then you get that nice kind of chocolate malt. And then it kind of fades out into like that coconut nuttiness. Uh, this is absolutely fantastic. I get more like the coconut than like the hazelnut. I thought this was the s'mores one because the color of the band at the bottom is literally the exact same as the, the s'mores one. And I didn't read it. I just saw the color, and I was like, okay, that's not the raspberry hibiscus. And I saw chocolate, and I was like, okay, that's that's the s'mores one. I'm still happy that I picked this up. Uh, again, Dragon's Milk Reserve, it's a four-pack. Four-pack of it was like nineteen ninety nine. I have no problems spending that much for one of these beers, because they're absolutely fantastic. Most of the time, they're great. And the day I got blackout drunk on the podcast during my trivia segment it was the dragon's milk that put me over was that the s'mores scotch ale one that I don't remember drinking because I'm pretty sure I bought that but I don't remember having it and I'm pretty sure it's not in my beer fridge it's it's quite possible I don't remember because at that point we had been recording. It was that. Oh, the yeah. Night. And yeah. I. It's at this point of the night that we were drinking that, which is two and a half yeah, hours. In. I was I was gone. Um, it's. The Dragon's Milk, just bare bones version, is an absolutely fantastic beer. Much like Founders KBS, like. They just have it ready to go now. Yeah. Of the two, I would have to say I would take regular Dragon's Milk over KBS. 
But once you start aging it, I think I'll take the aged versions of KBS first. But then when it comes to the flavored, I like that there's a, the different variety with the Dragon's Milk uh, Reserve line. CBS is absolutely fantastic, but if they're not going to be doing that one anymore, if you need to pick up a flavor barrel-aged stout, if you see any of the ones from New Holland's Dragon's Milk line, grab it. Not the Raspberry Hibiscus. That one's still not good, and I can still see it on the shelf at my beer store like two years later. But any of the other ones, absolutely fantastic. I would 100% agree with almost everything you said, Chris. As a base beer, $14.99 for Dragon's Milk, that's what it costs up here, is hands down the best price you can get on a solid barrel-aged beer. KBS here is around $20 a four-pack, so it's just pushing that price point. The only variant we've ever gotten of KBS is a espresso. Espresso. And now we're having like a coffee fudge version that's coming out in maybe like three to four weeks, somewhere in there. It'll be... Yeah, the it's like the Mackinac fudge yeah. one. That'll be the next variant. So the fact that KBS has only had three variant versions, if you're counting CBS, which I I would as well, but I think some people wouldn't, it doesn't match the pure volume that Dragon's Milk has done with their variants. And they've gone like, Rum barrel, scotch barrel. They've gone out on a limb for what they're doing with their variants. And I think Founders is playing catch up with the fact that not only not only New Holland, but other breweries have done crazy things with their variants <laughs> and what they're adding to those beers. If Founders does do a catch up breakfast stout. I, 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 that, at that point, they oh, took the shark. Paul so and his dad jokes. Not as good as Chris and his dad jokes. <laughs> well, Paul, you got one more segment for us to get through. Yeah, if you don't mind. Uh, if uh, I, I don't. Enjoying. I, I'm enjoying it. Okay, uh, this is uh, basically the same game as I brought last time. This is only the big bucks. Guess what? Uh, we're, I'm going to give you a movie. And we're, I'm going to give you the... And it's Lifetime at the theaters, movie theaters, in the United States, based off of Box Office Mojo's top lifetime grossing movies of uh, from 1 to 200. Um, and you're just going to have to tell me, I'm going to give you the scene movie, and then I'm going to ask, we'll start with John, because he's the person I'm the under in last yeah. place here. You're the underdog. I'm going to give him a movie, and all he needs to tell me whether or not that that movie made more money or less money. Okay. All right. All right. Uh, Lifetime at the box office. Lifetime so, at the movie. box office. And yep. And uh, again, we're in the spooky season, so these are all spooky movies. Uh, seed movie is Ghost. Hmm. <laughs> You know, you think of you know having your time of your life. You think of Ghost. 
this made $217.6 million lifetime at the box office, domestically in the United States. Sorry. Um, John, did The Exorcist from 1973 Ooh. make more or less money than two than, than two than two thousand two million seventeen million two two hundred and seventeen million numbers are hard two hundred and seventeen point six million I'm without inflation right without inflation yeah this is all just I'm gonna I'm gonna say I'm gonna say Ghost made more money good answer ooh The Exorcist made more money two hundred and Thirty-two point nine million dollars lifetime. It did have a couple re-releases. I remember seeing this movie uh, in high school, and my dad brought me to the side and said, "There's some things that you just don't need to see." <laughs> and he was right. The Exorcist is something <laughs> you just don't need to have burned in your. I'm mind. surprised because Exorcist. I know it's a big horror movie franchise, but I still feel like it's pretty niche when you compare it to something like Nightmare on Elm Street or mm-hmm. Friday the 13th or Halloween. Like, I feel like it's not up to... Up you know to what I snuff. feel very bad about right now? is mm-hmm. I should have wrote down the number of where it is on that list of 1 to 200. So okay. that way, this would have another reference yeah, point. So, so Chris... Like, just my thought process was like, I mm-hmm. just figured because of when Ghost came out in inflation, it would have done more than that. But I mean, it makes sense. It was it was huge, and it was one of those movies that, like Caitlin said, like this is a movie that everyone talks about. We should watch it, and you know, it was probably the third or fourth time I saw it. I watched it with Caitlin, and she was like, "That was a good movie." I don't understand what the hype is about. Be- Are you guys talking about no, Ghost Exorcist? Exorcist, Exorcist. Right now? Okay. And I was like, well, that's because when this movie came out, there was nothing like it before. <laughs> and even just in pop culture, there's been references to it. When you have references to something that's really visceral, like it totally changes what that movie is about. You know, Tiny Toons had Apocalypse Now references in it. So when you see Apocalypse Now, you're like, that makes me think of Tiny Toons, and it doesn't have the same appeal. Like, it doesn't have the same visceral the first time you see it. Hmm. Talking about movies that have been remade, uh, It, Chapter 2, this is the newest uh, uh, rendition of It. This is It Chapter 2. Chris, you it really like this more. movie, and you hadn't seen the first one. Well, I was <laughs> going to say, well, I'll talk about this, that. This does go to Chris. It's almost like it's planned. Good job, past Paul. <laughs> Current Paul is too drunk to the thought of that. Uh, remember, The Exorcist made $232.9 million dollars. Over its lifespan, it chapter two. Did it make more or less money? We're talking about the more recent it chapter two, right? Because the first one was a TV movie. Doesn't count. TV special. TV right? movie. Okay. That's, that's why. That's why I just wanted to make it was sure. on. Yep. And it's also chapter two versus just it. 
Uh, see, I never, and this is the story because I never saw, I saw the original It, but I never saw like the Chapter 2 miniseries mm-hmm. part. When it came to the more recent movies, I never saw It, but then I saw Chapter 2. Mm-hmm. I feel like I got the best of both worlds on that. <laughs> I really enjoyed It Chapter 2. Um, you got your peanut butter. You got your chocolate. I do, I do have to satisfied. say It Chapter 1 better than Chapter 2. For the for the really? new movies, oh, okay. absolutely, hundred percent. Oh, I'll see it eventually, uh, whenever it pops up. And on we something. might see that on our list eventually. Uh, I'm gonna say it. Chapter two did more made, than Exorcist. Made more money than Exorcist. I'm sorry, Chris, you are wrong. Wow. For the first time on this episode, <laughs> you are wrong, <laughs> Mister Point Leader. Uh, it chapter two only made two hundred and. 11.6 because I'm rounding up million dollars. Uh, the Exorcist made 232.9 million dollars. It's just crazy uh, that Exorcist made that much money. Yeah. Well, it didn't have Still a couple real releases. You're so, counting the re release? You know, kind of, yeah. yeah it's, this is from boxhousebestmojo.com okay. slash chart slash lifetime. I do have to say, you didn't say you were adding the re I You did said it say after that. I. No. I even there was talk of re-releases, but I thought you were. Yeah, I. Well, it's based off of boxofficemojo.com's chart slash top lifetime. I'm not Mr. Box said lifetime. I'm not Mr. Box Office. I don't know what's going on the thing. Lifetime re-releases. Well, too bad. Now you have to guess releases for what they did when they. Maybe I will. I think they do count those in. Because uh, Empire is back in Peter's I would not say, too. that's a bunch it's... of jerk-off motion. And I won't do the actual jerk-off <laughs> motion. Okay, you guys want me to stop? No. I can stop. I'm Chris wins. <laughs> Chris has already run. He stole the show. The guy's a... The... I'm just having fun doing this because... If you guys are having, having fun, fun I'll absolutely. you. Yeah, Honestly, the points don't matter. I'm in my PJs. I'm wearing a Taylor Swift t-shirt. I'm fine. Paul. I'm absolutely having fun, and half the fun is being an asshole and picking on what's happening. So go ahead, please. Coco, did it make more money or less money than It Chapter 2? Two lifetime at the 211,000,000.6. I remember the numbers. I had that shit down. Did Coco make more money than Mm 211,000,000? I'm gonna. Hmm. Was it re-released with the sing-along? That's the question. I think. I think it. I re-released re-release with the Spanish, Spanish language. Oh, it was re-released with Spanish language, not just released in Spanish language countries. It might have been released with both. Hmm. I'm not 100 percent sure. You would have to go to boxofficemojo.com/slash/chart/slash/lifetime/gross/slash. Slash slash lifetime gross slash and was that? Can I, can I ask a question? Was was that a? Yeah. Pixar release or was that a Disney release? That was a Pixar release, right? That's a Pixar release. Yeah, that's a Pixar. And we all know that if it doesn't look like it's going to do well at the box office, Pixar will just push it to the Disney like they did with uh, John Carter from Mars. That doesn't make any sense at all. John Carter was originally being... Uh, was going to be originally released as a Pixar movie. It was developed by Pixar, 
they realized that it wasn't going to do well at the box but office. Live, John Lasseter said. Action. The, the, it was going to be the first live action movie Pixar did. They pushed it to put up to be put under the Disney. I don't know enough about John Carter to speak either way about this. I didn't hate it. I saw it on it's Disney not bad. Plus. I saw it in theaters. I thought it was good. It's, it's not, not a bad movie. They, they knew it wasn't going to do well at the box office, so they pushed it to Disney. I, but Coco. I've read, I've, but we're talking about Coco right say, now. Whether I, or not it did better. Say, I read the John Carpenter, the first book, and the movie follows John that Carpenter. perfectly. The vision of what the aliens looked like, aside from uh, uh, Willem Dafoe's voice as the king, I thought they were spot on. But I will say, I will say Coco, Coco. did more than It Chapter 2. Chris is giving you it's a not it's not right the wrong yeah. answer for both of you. Uh, Coco's uh, so yeah. good though. <laughs> yeah, it only made two hundred and two hundred nine right. point seven right. well, million. Only, that movie makes me tear up. It's, yeah, it's 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 a great movie. I I was at a Starbucks and they were playing the uh, the Spanish version of Remember Me, and I'm like, oh my goodness, I got to get out of here. I'm going to start crying. I figured it would be when he gets the blessing from his family at the end. I, well I figured it was going to be cl- it was going to be close to it's close I thought they're going to be close so yeah I'm kind of a jerk you're fine you're, Paul you're fine you're you're doing the game perfectly correct all right Chris Hi. monsters University Ooh. that's right Pixar versus Pixar which one made more money lifetime, lifetime. in theaters was Monsters in Inc. Theaters. Was Monsters Inc. re-released? Monsters oh, University. No, no. We're talking was, about Monsters University. Monsters University. Hey, hey, I don't think did as well. Quizmaster, cool. Quizmaster, trying to throw them off. <laughs> okay. I'm gonna say Coco? Coco did more. You're gonna say Coco did more, so Monster University did less. Yes. Um, okay. You locked in. Locked in. All right. Monster University made two hundred and sixty-eight point five million dollars. That movie's over not good. How? Hey, two hundred and hey Chris, nine. hey Chris, hey Chris, hey suck it. Hey. <laughs> so nobody scored any points yet, and we're halfway through. Hey, All right, I'm hey, going to have hey. to <laughs> still winning. Suck it, John. This movie has been on our list last All right, time. Suck. <laughs> Quizmaster, he's going to write suck it out of his notebook and hold it up to the camera. <laughs> no, I was just writing that as an episode title. <laughs> oh. <laughs> John, you better be able to get this because this movie has appeared on the oh, list wait, before. Now I'm actually going to do it and not to say it. Jerk off motion. <laughs> None of this matters. <laughs> is that it? Is that it? Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters. From 1984, the original. Ghostbusters, not the new one with Kate McKinnon. Doesn't just, it's okay. It's okay. They just made everybody way these, too it's goofy. Just like shrug and like no. a little shake your head, like mm, nah. Nobody wanted to play the straight man, and it was it, it failed because uh, of that. Yeah, Kate um, McKinnon was the best part of that movie. Is her you know, oh yeah. Mm-hmm. But the original Ghostbusters, Go, we're, the we're one that was original in Ghostbusters. Mike was yes. Which did uh, Bonkers Money, if I remember. It did do Bonkers Money, but I don't think it beat 
$263 million. So you're saying Lay made less less money. money. And you are correct, John. Mm. Way to score some points. Because I just did a quiz on Ghostbusters. Made like what? (laughs) Was it $163 million? No, it made $243.2 million. I was off. All right. So much money for like But just, Chris, remember $163 mm-hmm. million. <laughs> it's just remember that. No, uh, Chris. War of the Worlds starring <laughs> Tom Cruise. Oh. Classic horror movie back in 2005. Would you say horror or would remember you say that? sci-fi? Years. Horror sci-fi. Sci-fi horror. But remember, it's played yeah. like the radio play is played during Halloween. It whipped all those people into a frenzy. That's only because those people weren't listening from the beginning when they said, "This is just a teleplay. This is not real," and they tuned in because right. the show that was outranking in advertising and the show that people started listening to was bad, and then they turned the channel over to the War of the Worlds. Would they assume that, like, oh, well, if this was actually happening, they would have cut into? Whatever oh, else, people are stupid. Do you do you follow the world right now? <laughs> I try not to, but okay. So but, sorry, world but of also, worlds. Remember, this is me oh, making the list. Well, this is this is Halloween compared to Paul's me. doing his little clapping like <laughs> this is me. the world of worlds. Come on, guys. Come on, think about me. This is this is my kind of Halloween. This is like <laughs> movies that maybe I would watch. I don't think I no. ever saw that one. Mm-hmm. Did it it didn't normal? look good when it came out. More than Ghostbusters, mm-hmm. $163 million. No, don't think 163 That's the number John uh, gave you. Uh, $243 million. I'm going to say Tom no. Cruise and Steven Spielberg. Yeah, Tom Cruise was also in The Mummy. That, yeah, that, but that, that came out I'm, after this. Yeah. yeah, and people don't care. I'm going to say no. All right. Chris, you get the point. Uh, no, it, it, it made $234.3 million, uh, and it made less money than Ghostbusters. John, did The Lost World Jurassic Park make more or less money than and 230, 236 million? 163 million. <laughs> 234. 234. Lost World, which was the second one? Yeah. Third. What's it? I don't even know. Yeah, that was the second one, where Jeff Goldblum's adopted daughter defeats Velociraptors with gymnastics in a warehouse. Is that the Lost World? I don't Remember, I don't know. Is it Jurassic Park two or is it? Because <laughs> Jurassic Park three, I think it was just called like Jurassic Park three. I don't think they had like a fun name for it. Like if there was a subtitle, it'd be like Leone and William H Macy run through a jungle. Isn't the world ones the newer ones? No, because the second Jurassic one was Fallen Park. Kingdom. The Lost World, uh, nineteen ninety seven. Okay, is the sequel? Sequel it to is Jurassic sequel. Park. Did it make more? Yep. Then two hundred and what million? Two hundred and 
234. I'm going to say yes. It did make more money than that. Uh, that makes not. sense. It, it made less money. It made two hundred and twenty-nine. That movie dollars. sucked. So yes, that movie's not good. I'm surprised it made that much though. So I'm kind of on the Steven Spielberg kind of like uh, line right now. So we're going to ask Chris with ET. ET made the most money out of any movie. That's what I know. <laughs> yeah, terrestrial. Did it make more or less money? And the Lost World Jurassic Park. Chris, you got to think. More. 1982 versus 1997. Yeah, but Barrymore was so small. E.T. Have you guys watched Drew Barrymore's new talk show? I have not. No, but I did watch her talking to Sean Evans from Hot I did. I saw that. I did too. Uh, Chris, you are correct. Uh, yeah, I don't remember the dollar amount, but E.T. made so much money. For it made $435 million. Uh, do you know that because Steven Spielberg and E.T., because he was a part of Back to the Future, he was going to produce it. That's one of the reasons why that movie got greenlit. Hmm. But he also didn't make the decision to produce it till after they changed like the... Uh, time machine being a refrigerator when they made it the car and also when they decided that Marty wasn't going to drive the car into like a nuclear blast and it was going to be the lightning bolt that's when he was like yes I'll get behind this and produce it did you know that when you asked me my favorite movie I almost said back to the future I also thought Star Wars, but I was like, oh, Star Wars is really hit or miss. I think pound for pound, Back to the Future better, but growing up, I wanted to be a Ghostbuster, so that's why. Yeah. So I'm pretty sure Paul, Paul said I, New Hope. I did say New Hope. Or Star Wars. Star Wars but at that point, too, it's just Star Wars, so yeah. that tracks. Uh, and also, Back to the Future, I only enjoy the first Back to the Future. The other two movies. I... The third one has its moments. Third one's fun. I have fun. to say, the second one is, the first part is kind of fun. The middle part is dark. But that third part where it's Marty in the past. And the first movie? Yeah. You mean, you mean were you watching the first movie oh. again? It's great. The fact that they did that, I think, is great. And the fact that he ties into all those moments... I think is fantastic. Yeah, yeah. I think you gotta you gotta go back with an open mind for two. And I have to say, they cast that guy. He uh, the actor who played Biff in the first movie wasn't their first mm-hmm. choice. They actually had to they recast him for who they originally cast as Biff to be imposing because the act um, they needed somebody to be imposing against. Um, the original actor, which was Eric Stoltz. So they mm-hmm. cast him to be bigger, and the guy that they cast as Biff became one of his cronies. But then... Billy but then, uh <laughs> But then they cast Michael J. Fox, and he's 5'5", five, five, like anybody would be opposing against him. But I, I think the guy that plays Biff, he plays old Biff great. He plays future yeah, yeah. Biff 
great. He plays Cowboy Biff great. Like, that guy was a perfect casting. He got it, like, what he was supposed to do. He was perfect. Mm-hmm. This was befalling that ton of manure. And the he guy didn't get mind it. getting shit poured all over him. <laughs> well, we're not talking about that. Who's up? John's up. So, yeah, uh, it. It. The 2017 movie theatrical release of It, a.k.a. Chapter, it Chapter 1, uh, versus E.T., the extraterrestrial. I'm, I'm going to say It made more money. It made oh, less money. E.T., man, it's a juggernaut. Uh, e- it chapter one made three hundred and twenty-eight point. Uh, you know, I didn't dollars. ask them. I didn't ask what it made because ET mm. has been re-released. And, Maybe it and has. I actually don't know. I know this because they just listened to a podcast about Back to the Future. Back to the Future held uh, for like sixteen weeks, or it held the number one the number one movie of that summer until mm-hmm. E.T. was re-released and knocked it out. Cool story. We have not talked about Back to the Future on this list at all, but somehow we talked about Back to the Future quite a bit. I, I don't know. Everything goes uh, back to Back <laughs> to the Future. It's a great movie. Mm-hmm. Chris, last question. Independence Day. Ooh. You already won. Congratulations. <laughs> Independence Day. Did it make more or less than it. I'm saying more. I, I, I did feel bad because I'm like, oh, I should put this right after War of the Worlds. But then I was lazy and I didn't. Um, Independence Day made less money than no it. Way. Independence Day made $306 million versus its $328.8 million. Yeah, Independence Day was a juggernaut, too. It's huge. So, I don't know if this is a good game. Because, Chris, you got two right. John, you got one right. I thought um, Coco was a better out of movie. Ten, out of ten questions. No, you know, you know what's good? It seems to be more miss than The hit. thing that's good about this is that we are clueless towards it. And I think that's... If I actually put the, like, the rankings, would it be easier? No. You think? Like, think I'm so like, not. oh, this is the... No, like, no. Just 15. do the money. Because no. I think the fact that it is hard to do this makes it a good game. If you guys enjoy yeah. it, then I'll keep on doing it. Yeah. Only the big bucks. Only the big bucks. I do like... have to say, the re-releases, I think, screw with those numbers. Because when I'm thinking... Yeah, but what... John... I'm not going to find those movies. No, I, I'm not I know. Going to fi- like, I'm going to Box Office Mojo. I'm going to Lifetime I, Gross. And that's where I'm going to pull these numbers think from, man. I, like, the only thing, the only qualm I have about this, and it's only this time, is the re-release thing. Because I'm only thinking, when you say those numbers, I'm only thinking original release. Not that it's been re-released mm-hmm. again and again. Because even if you say, yeah. like... Return of the Jedi. Return of the Jedi has probably been re-released three or four times, and this fourth time is because it was re-released with all the digitally enhanced things. Yeah, yeah. Back in you know, like that's the only thing that I think is about this. But even then, you don't even know if it's been re-released. 
Not one. But not sure. I just grab a bunch of movies yeah. and I'm like, oh, that's but, a Halloween but theme. But I like boom. That's a Halloween theme. Yeah. Boom. I. But again, I love I love this game. I liked it the first time, and the first time, Paul, I think I got everything wrong. <laughs> no, you guys actually scored a lot better during the first time because I remember taking out a lot more highlights. I'm pretty sure um, I got every single one wrong. It gets closer. Did you guys enjoy that game? I liked. I liked I did. games. I. Okay, I will so, say, doing it by year is hard though because. Uh, I don't know but when a I, lot of comic books came out. Yeah, I need it to be hard that during that first, that first overall, it needs yeah. to get clear. It needs to like yeah. drill down to it. Versus, and I just want to say, kind of the, the only person who got one right for just the year, I thought it was fairly easy. <laughs> uh, no, I, Paul, I I liked all of them. I think they're all fun. I think if any of us did a variation of that game. I think it was good. I enjoyed. I enjoyed right. my time. I hope everyone enjoyed listening to us enjoy this. I'm sorry, listeners. The show that we do is basically just for three friends to have a great time together. <laughs> I think if you didn't know us, it'd be harder for us to keep in contact and continue to be great friends. Chris mm-hmm. is in Florida. Right now with COVID, I haven't seen... I don't have COVID. I, but I haven't... <laughs> but Chris... But dangling part John did say that, that Chris in Florida right now with COVID. But, like, I've seen John. Paul twice now since January. Yep. At a store. At my store. He showed up. I made him buy beer. He spent, like, $75 uh, for beer. But like mm-hmm. that's the only time I've see, been able to see the two men that were my my best men at my wedding. Like Paul, Chris was your best man at your wedding. Like I did, John. You I did, did a reading because I wanted to make sure I included you. You were the only t- yeah. you were the only two friends that uh, were included in my wedding. This is- Basically, that was the first. <laughs> it was a dramatic was reading. We dramatic just thing. didn't know it at but the time. This is a way for three friends to keep together, especially in these hard times. I think if COVID wasn't going on, Chris, I would have seen you in April. And if that didn't. Yeah. Like, I, would, I would have been up in August and then like, uh, for my birthday this month in October. <laughs> I might have went down to Disney but, for a run and also to do Galaxy's Edge because <laughs> I would have been jealous because John would have done jealous but it, Galaxy's Edge in April. Friends to be able to spend three hours together uh, where they normally wouldn't be able to spend any time during a week together. So thank you people for listening. Please rate and review us. And uh, I mean the show no offense to the listeners is for us. It's for the three of us to get together and doing Doing this quiz show, uh, it's not for you. It's for us. Like, I'm sorry. I, <laughs> I, think, I think it's fun, though. I, I I think I would be screaming at my podcast listening device, being like, right. of course and it's think, lower. Of course it's higher. I think that's And being fun. wrong, and just like, like everybody. We, three of us are very similar in our likes and dislikes, but we each come in a... Di- we, 
we each think of a different way to do these quiz shows, which I think is great. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, and Chris, uh, way to go, winning. Hey, I'm sorry. I, I mean, I, could, I lost the last one. So no, Chris the, the Destroyer. Uh, what was the name of uh, Darth Vader's uh, Star Destroyer? Uh, it was called the... It was called the Chris Roy because he devastated this game. Devastated. The Destroyer. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, hopefully you guys had fun with that. I know we did. Uh, if you like it, like John said, rate and review us. Check us out on all the social medias from pretty much everything. The Facebook, the Instagram, the Twitters. Uh, so many cool graphics from Chris. I like making graphics, guys. 